right, guys, it's Cleveland Moto Podcast number 347777. Light them up, boys. There we go. That was a white one. Look, I mean, if you're not happy with 75 degrees, October October something or other, October 14th, and it's 75 degrees, it's not, you know, chasing mosquitoes away. It's not Camp Swampy. It's like a bonus day. Call that a win. Yeah. I mean, the Californians call this period of time Indian summer because it gets warm. Uh, it gets warm again for them after it got chilly. For us, we've always called it Indian summer when I was a kid growing up. I don't know where we were stealing the idea from. Uh, but thanks, boy. Uh, oh, hey. Didn't. Yeah, your trailing throttle turned into cheap fireworks. Hey, I got breaking news. You got breaking news. Our, our good buddy, Vulcan Scooter Dan. Yes, we like Vulcan Scooter Dan. He just sent, please tell Phil I just came up with the name for his camping rally. Oh, boy. Camp Phil yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I'm, I, I approve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's my, that's right. That's my, my, my Native American name is Phil McCrevice. The, uh, Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. There's a story. My uh, that 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 name existed in my family. My Phil my grandfather. Growing. My grandfather's name was Homer McCracken Rogers. Fuck man, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a hard one. He's a he's a tough guy. So it had a little bit of that boy named Sue. Yeah. To it. He, yeah. he he was a he was a a, a bit of a dick. So <laughs> yeah, just ask my mom. So uh, that's a. Uh, that's an uh, an interesting thing talking about like camping rallies because we're starting to get that. Oh, we yeah. got to get back out to the camp. We need yeah. to we need to abuse some dirt bikes and burn some things. I'm yes, ready. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> Fuck, man. We are all we're prime, man. We are prime. We need it. I'm going to Cedar Point tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Merritt Merit mm-hmm. took the day off to go to Hollow Weekends, so we'll be there for twelve hours. You know, and uh, but again, it feels weird doing Hollow Weekends thing, but it's going to be like seventy-five degrees. So, so it's a better time than being freezing your ass off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we've gone there in the past where it was fucking cold. The only advantage to that though is that usually it's pretty dead. Yeah, it keeps so the you, people away. Yeah, if you dress appropriately, it can be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, to my immediate left, Oscar, Oscar, dude, where you been? Working. Working. Yeah, working. Yeah. <laughs> I know our podcast listeners are chiming in. They're like, where's Oscar? I'm still yeah. around. Yeah, still they here. thought they, they thought we might have fired you. We're gonna have to have <laughs> we're gonna have to have Chris Franklin come back for another one though. So oh, yeah. The, uh, this uh, today before our podcast, we uh, Steve and I kind of dropped the bomb on Oscar. We have a AV or a tech. Oh yeah. We have a tech yeah. fabricator thing we want to do. We we own a nineties video game. So a ride-on video game, uh, which is like a motorcycle mm-hmm. that you ride and, and the whole thing. And I bought it, and it works, but it's janky. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's lived a hard life, and the <laughs> soundboard doesn't work, so you got to make your own noises. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the bikes that you can choose to ride is a fucking Vespa. Oh, nice! Which is oh, pretty sweet. cool. Yeah. And uh, but it's you know it's it's not great. So we had this idea that the new op, the new uh, gaming system has an Isle of Man game that looks like you're watching TV. It's well, it's uh, what is it? It's the PlayStation Five, yeah, and it's Ride Four, Ride Four, yeah. And they god. have dirt bikes, all so the stuff, and then they have the Isle of Man TT. And oh like, my god! I honestly thought that they were lying. I thought that they just put footage from a fucking thing. And I was like, watching it, and I was like, that guy's gonna crash. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. And then I realized it was a video game. But the funny part was, is in that thing though, when you when we were going over, and you guys were telling us about going there, yeah, the exact place that bar 
Yeah, he, he, mauled, he mauled himself and hit the fucking right. wall. No, he went into the wall to It's an important thing you don't do. Yeah. 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 So very so we had this idea that we're just gonna take old technology, gut it, and replace it with modern technology. Yeah, right. And so idea. Yeah. the funny thing was after telling Oscar about it today before the podcast, with no warm-up at all, I completely sprung it on him. Because this is right up his fucking alley. Yeah, fucking yeah. Oscar, man. And within f- 30 seconds of me telling him what the idea was, he'd already been like, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. And it was like, I was like, okay, we, we got the right guy on our team. Because you want to keep all the motorcycle controls and yeah, the lead. Yeah, 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 all yeah. that has to stay the same. Yeah. But we integrated into the PS5. Yeah, we got a retrofit uh, gaming controller. Yeah. Take it all apart and make all the things on the motorcycle do the things on the gaming controller. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And then because the gaming controllers have inertial... Things like gyroscope, in them, gyroscopes yeah. and stuff. We'll put that in the bike to make it'll it have lean. To, it'll have to live inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, controller inside the, inside the lives inside the chassis of the bike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and, oh, okay. yeah, but other people have figured out ways to add things to that controller, so it can't yeah. be that hard to add yeah. a peripheral. No, oh, yeah. and I you think, can buy driving simulators and flying oh, yeah. simulators. That's what I'm saying. Like they have wheels that you can plug in. That would be the thing to do is to buy a wheel that works with it and then yeah. just take the potentiometers already, out of that. He's already He's already. Sorry, yeah. If you yeah, don't think that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, they, they sell like the, the, the hardest thing is like, going to be the PS5 and, the game, and buying the game probably. Oh, yeah. We're not getting that till like February. And before right. Christmas, that ain't happening. Yeah. 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 But and then the other, I mean, and then of course the final thing is there's a button on the dashboard that is to select your music on this oh. thing. And that's going to be for the flashlight. <laughs> Speaking of Fleshlight, our new sponsor for Cleveland Moto yeah. is Fleshlight. That's it. Uh, no, it's not Fleshlight. We'll get to that. Throw, that, is, old, throw that old happy sock away. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, now they have five options, too. Oh, you have five different ports, including an alien mouth and an alien something. Wow. Wait, what's that other thing? The one thing I saw was the the Mater from, like, the Cars thing. Oh, yeah. Where oh, it looked yes. like a tow oh. truck. Where the mouth? Oh, man. Yeah. All right, and to his left... <laughs> Sleepy. And Sleepy rode here today from work. Yeah, I did on on, on my my uh, my triumph on your trumpet. Absolutely, yeah. that is now legal, legally legal. Okay, nice. we're gonna talk about that because yeah. that's some fucking shit right there. Yeah, yeah. To take a salvage title and it be no longer salvage. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's a major accomplishment right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So cool. And then to his left, Dan Kromke. Dan showed up again on the triumph tonight. Yep. We and. Uh, he showed up and it was funny. He didn't have his helmet off yet, and I was kind of yelling at him to get to just jump on the Husqvarna. And he's like, "No, it's too hot out. I got to chill out for a second. <laughs> it was hot on the <laughs> way. Fucking warm out there yeah, if you're was, on a bike today. Yeah. And then to his left, Johnny Mac. And did you work today, or you were on this like long string of days off? No, I worked today. You did yeah, work yeah, today. I had four days off, and then I worked this whole week. God, damn it, man! It must be tough. I sat on a mower all day today. Really? It was bad. I don't, I don't mind. It's a good day. I mean, that's yeah. Again, that's you know, for for guys like me, mowing a yard is cheap meditation. She thinks my tractor's sexy. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Right. What kind of mower you got there, bud? It is. A, I think it's a John Deere four eighty five. A very large. I was going to say that like, is more than a yard tractor. It's a yard. It looks like a yard tractor yeah. on steroids. It's Girl. just a big fucking. I think yard it's tractor. sixty inch deck, yeah. hydrostatic drive. Does oh. it have implements? Uh, it could. And hey, there's a high ace just pulled up. Speaking of weird nice. Japanese shit. Yeah. Good. Yep. There <laughs> comes Mr. Hoffer. But it, it's it, it's smooth as butter. It's got a Kawasaki motor in it and everything, yeah. and it's like go. I mean, like i don't know how many how many acres we mowed today but a lot a lot I mean, of fucking like, acres yeah. yeah and it looks beautiful it cuts really well 
Oh, that's cool. I, you know what? Good equipment, right? Yeah. yeah. I got to be, that's something I got to find for next year for that new pad is a, a, a thing. So you are going to be hunting for a fucking mower. Yeah. Yeah. Turn. Yeah. Yep. But Today, I, I know some guys that might know how to fix them, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the first thing about mowers or fireplaces. My pride. <laughs> <laughs> and to his not so immediate left is your humble narrator, Phil Waters. And uh, it looks like, oh, we got Steve here and Kits here. The, uh, Hello! Late so, arrivals, late arrivals. Yep. We like late arrivals. We'll take them any way we can get them. The, uh, so today my goal, one of my, like my little side project today, after a couple of different things I was working on for shop business, was I wanted to find a snow plow for my Subaru sandbar. Oh, good luck. Oh. I would just go with like a, a lawnmower one. So there's a company that makes... Or an ATV one. Um, oh, dude, these things are so fucking cool. Uh, they make them, and they literally slide into a standard Class Three receiver hitch. Perfect. Really? With a with a handheld remote control, and instead of using hydraulics to raise the blade and do all that shit, yeah. it actually has an electric linear actuator motor. So it can put oh. six hundred pounds of downforce on the blade. Oh, 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 oh wow! Super oh, cool. cool. Steve, you're mic'd up, ready to rock and roll. Am I here? Yeah, yes, you're here. You are. are you literally okay. on the road back from New York right now? We got back, yeah. and I had to do plants. Oh. <laughs> and you know why. Oh, yeah. Oh. Patrick. Oh. <laughs> damn you. God damn it. Oh. They said the cobbler's son has no shoes, and apparently the wastewater treatment son leaves work for his father. I think the kid that just drove by, uh, that was a newer Triumph, that might have been the Asian kid that we saw oh, when we went yeah. up to see the bikes. He cruised by. I thought he was like, yeah. I told him if he sees us out here on yeah. a Thursday night, stop by. Yeah, he was yeah. super cool. And that's a nice, that's a bobber, right? The Triumph, yeah, bobber. Triumph yeah. bobber. It's Triumph a good bobber. looking bike. It has like yeah. it has like beach cruiser bars oh, on it. It's nice. really, yeah, it's fucking Very nice. Cool. My daughter's friend was riding his electric bike. Yeah. At full tilt by on Detroit Road where there's a construction. Yeah. And he bought it and broke his arm. <laughs> oh, on an electric bicycle. Oh, what do you think, 30 Eat miles shit. an hour? Yeah, he, say, he says it does 35, but I would say no. It's I think they're speed limited to 29 miles an hour. So. Different ones. I mean, yeah. we've we've found all kinds of the ones that you know we people have tried to get us to sell that are like... This is restricted to 29 miles per hour. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And you're like, oh, because the gauge goes up to 29 and then it just stays there. But you can feel the bike still accelerating. Yeah. Oh, and look what Nick sent us. Nick sent us. Oh, is that a little Oscar? <laughs> ah, it's a little Oscar. <laughs> the little Oscar cooler. Look that shit up. I didn't know that Nick, that it, that it. Manifested itself. No, we have two of them. Oh, so. you already had them? We love Oscar so much. We have like pictures of them around our house. And <laughs> I thought I thought you and Nick finally figured out the teleportation machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yep. Could be. I only have a picture of Oscar in the bathroom. That's <laughs> just oh, one. Shit. Yeah. Yep. He is a. Oh, re- and P- Piper rated Oscar as the best, most attractive podcaster she's not wrong no yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like there's a reason they call him the romantic hispanic oh yeah he's, 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 he's the only one that deserves to be on the video she, the wanted, <laughs> she wanted to do something weird and she was going to have me bring one of her little gummy snacks and give it to one person oh my like, god like, okay well it is funny because huh. the background of my gmail if you look the background of my gmail is literally we took it when we were at uh pulpetta 
So it's oh, a picture yeah, that we yeah, took yeah, at Polpetta. Yeah. So the background of my Gmail for years <laughs> has been Oscar, Colleen, Renee, and myself in one of those long arm selfie shots. But it's been there for ages. And it's really funny because people are like, what was your background? Who the hell are those people? And I was like, well, that's Oscar. That's my friend Colleen and my friend Renee and myself. And so I was like, yeah. And it's not creepy at all. No, no. Everyone has a picture of Oscar <laughs> on their computer because he's fucking cool looking. So, yeah. So elephant in the room time. Uh, yeah, it's right there in front of us. Uh, a customer traded in this Husqvarna uh, 401 Vitpillin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Vitpillin, it means silver arrow. By the uh-huh. way, that's the translation. Hmm. Maybe that's what those metal rods were under the sea. Maybe they're silver arrows. You screw on a broad tip? Yeah, put a broad tip on it, get your little crossbow out, and snap. Kill werewolves. Yes, exactly. These, This uh, bike came into us, and it was the previous owner was a very, like, five foot two female, maybe 125 pounds kind of thing. So it has the purple, uh, the purple spring on the shock which is kind of what they're, you know, they call it like a 200-pound type spring, and that's sort of what it's meant to carry. And it is... After I wrote it, it's probably more like a 150. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> definitely not built for the size podcasters we have here. Uh, the bike was lowered in the triple clamps to give it a lower seat height and stuff like that. So we got that back up to the height it's supposed to be, cranked a whole bunch of preload into that purple spring, and basically for me, getting to know the bike, I tend to set the bikes up real soft. So the bike would be softer than you'd ever want it to be set up for any kind of like riding aggressively. It's just too squishy. But for around town, it eats up the bumps and you don't feel it. It doesn't hurt your balls or anything else. But I wanted everybody to get a chance to ride this tonight. So Steve, if you want to go out and ride it right now, you can go out and ride it. It's it's cool. It's got gas in it. It's ready to go. Um, Will I hate it as much as... uh the KTM. So this is the trick. It ah. has the same motor as the KTM, but its riding position is a true, honest-to-God, real cafe racer, whereas the KTM was like some weird... Some weird yeah. It wasn't a super motard. It was weird. It stuck your balls... I would not guess that that is the same motor. Right, exactly. <laughs> this motor feels much happier than the motor did in our KTM, and, you know, these bikes are both in the same generation, you know, of each other. So. I had no idea that the price was $11,597. It's not. That's what it <laughs> says right here. Not for a, not for a Vitpillin 401. Yeah. Nah, no. What no. does it say? Maybe it's a different country. I didn't see where Yeah, I think from. maybe you're looking. Right. It's, that's yeah. rupees. <laughs> Did you say roofies? It's roofies. Either way. That's no, right up Steve's alley. They're 40, <laughs> they're, hey, Steve, it's forty nine ninety nine. All right, so this must be a different country. Right, it's forty nine ninety nine. I'm still trying to find the fucking metal rods under the seat thing. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot find what the fuck those things are. <laughs> what they're are. for. Yeah. So, uh, so here's a little bit, just background for people that have never ridden one or are curious about it. It's crazy lightweight. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it is a very, very lightweight bike. Uh, the Anywhere you look on it trying to figure out what it weighs, it's 335 pounds, 330 pounds, whatever, which is very light for any motorcycle. That's very light. It runs uh, 110.17 on the front, 150.17 on the back. Uh, it's got a lot of suspension travel, except for when John's riding it. <laughs> and it's, uh, they claim it's got a 32-inch seat height, which, of course, that's pretty fucking tall, you know, for people who are not long of the leg. It's uh, 44 horsepower, depending on who you ask, and 27 or so foot, down, foot pins or pounds, pounds foot of torque. So this one hasn't been dropped. It's just a 
suspension was changed to yeah, a lighter so one, right? what was happened with this is it had been dropped in the front triples. Oh, so it did. Okay. So it had an inch out at the front triples, which I put back in. Oh, okay. So it had an inch in the front triples, which I put back in, and then it had that purple spring, the soft spring installed, right. which is a progressively wound spring, but it's a softer spring, and then the preload on that was dumped out, so I dumped in a whole bunch more preload. Okay. So I basically did a static uh, suspension setup on the bike for me. Okay. And that it's on the soft side of a static setup for me, right? And then, you know, obviously your mileage may vary. Now, I am, I've decided I'm going to put the white spring back into it because believe it or not, this bike is meant to hold two humans. Oscar, yeah. Oscar and I together, yeah. Oscar and I proved that that may be asking a lot of this motorcycle. <laughs> no two humans. Yeah. That's the, maybe, you know, Again, in an emergency, you can't put someone yeah, on the back. Right, There's right. sort of some yeah. cushion. Wait, maybe it. that's what the rods are. They come out the back, and that's where the second person <laughs> sits. <laughs> Those are built-in sissy bars to keep you from sliding <laughs> over the taillight so people can oh, still yeah. see the taillight. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I can't believe how peppy that little thing is, man. That's a pretty peppy bike. It they, is. They keep your ass cheeks from covering up the Yeah. The when you're sitting on this bike and you squeeze your knees together... You think your knees are going to touch yeah. because it's the skinniest yeah. motorcycle I've ever yeah. ridden. I mean, this, this is the same width between your knees as like a Kimco Spade. Like there's the bike mm -hmm. couldn't be skinnier. Like they really did. I, I'm going to tell that to the passport rider over here. Yeah. yeah, right. Where you can actually touch your knees yeah. and step through. But aside from a step through, this motherfucker is skinny. I'm going to put out a call to all listeners. If you find a wrecked. 401 Vitpillin with a good motor, let <laughs> yeah. us know. Because that motor is the perfect swap for a TNT 135, man. That's going to be a ridiculous so, bike. This motor, um, because the the I haven't adjusted the dashboard from break-in period yet, so the, the, sh the warning light, the shift light comes on at 7,000 RPM, yeah. which is break-in, right? Uh, would anyone like to guess what its maximum horsepower of 44 horsepowers at what RPM that showed up. 12.9. <laughs> That's right? 8,800. Oh, all right. Yeah, so at 8,800. Oh. Uh, but but I got to say, driving this thing and shifting it at 10, 10K is like the butter zone. Yeah. It's just like a TNT 135. So what's supposed to be the top speed on this thing? I got this morning coming into work, I recorded on video 109 miles per hour. And it, it, at 109, I think if I would have made myself a lot smaller... I might have squeezed a little bit more out of it, but it really didn't act like it wanted more. I bet yeah. you Oscar get one fifteen. I'll bet he could. Yeah. There's no doubt. I'm a I'm a big person. I punch a big hole in the wind. Yeah, yeah. and that bike has no it's, aerodynamic shielding whatsoever. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Matter. So I don't know what the actual top speed is, but and, the point being, it's <laughs> fucking fast enough. And oh. with the seating position to actually tuck yourself, you'd have to do a Superman and put your balls over the tail light and have your feet straight <laughs> out the back to actually lay down on it. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh, it's a very very committed like the riding position yes there's nothing adjustable about those handlebars no nothing that is the way they are it's definitely a put it in neutral and sit up at the stoplight yeah. kind of deal for sure <laughs> yeah. now they did yeah. make a bike called the smart pillin yeah. and the smart pillin is different so the the smart pillin is uh it's got a proper handlebar riser so it's got you know it's actually got 
Uh, that's the Svart, S-V-A-R-T, which I think is the gold arrow. I think this is the silver, and I think the Svart villain is the gold arrow. I mean, this doesn't even have clip-ons. It literally no. just has things growing out of the fucking forks. Yeah, it's all one casting. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the, the entire top triple is the casting for the bars. Yeah, so, yeah. you can't adjust them forward or after, up or down or anything. That is the riding position that this Kavarna gave you. Any position you want, as long as it's that one. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Wait, so how much is this thing? Oh, you mean, what does it cost? Yeah. $4,999. So why is anybody buying a Grom? <laughs> Serious. It's, again, I'm not kidding when I tell you, yeah. it doesn't, it's an unusual amount of $4,999, $49.99, right? Five grand. How much is a Grom? They're like $4,400. Like the you new one is like $4,400 yeah. or something. One, yeah. I'd like to make a comment though about those handlebars because I could swear I've seen things yeah. where it's like a, a nub that would go in there. Yeah. And then a plate that yeah. goes into it that you could, you could actually have. You could get some adjustment by putting a different set of. I've seen bars where it's a tube yeah. and then a nub that yeah. goes in there, and then so that it would adjust. Like a bicycle. Like, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the right angle. Or you it's can like make a right angle, right? right? Like a, Yeah, I mean, it's just a tube. It's like right. a, a small, t- a short tube yep. with then your long tube with yep. a little bar in between them. So this doesn't. So it would be a riser. Right. This doesn't have that because the handlebar shafts on this. Yeah, yeah. Don't go into a clamp. Oh. It's a trip, yeah. So they're not even clamped in there. No, no, they're cast into there. Well, what happens if you dump it? You got to buy a new part, I guess. Okie dokie. So you have to buy the whole trip, top of the triple tree. I don't. I haven't. I have not gotten that up close and personal with it, so I may be wrong. So those don't right. actually clamp in. Well, somebody could stand up and check. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking. A few at more. It, a few right? more dinners. I mean, I'm looking and we'll get at it to take the shirt off, but right now, right, it's, right, right. right. For right now, you're good to go. It so, might have a bolt like like an Allen head in the end. So the uh, maybe could be the Grom is thirty three ninety nine. Oh, so the Grom's thirty three. Yeah, but here's the thing: everybody that gets one puts twenty five hundred bucks into it, trying to make it go eighty miles an hour, <laughs> and this fucking thing goes a hundred from the thing. And when you finally get a Grom to go eighty miles an hour, it's right. on ten inch wheels and it's scary as fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I was going one hundred and ten on the, or one hundred and nine on yeah. this, and it didn't feel scary at all. There's nothing oh. scary about it. You know, it's fine. There was a little bit of a head. It was a funny little head shake uh, that. You know, I, I mean, I don't know what it was, but right. it, it, you know, at that speed on this lightweight of a bike, I'm not shocked. Right, right. Exactly. And there's no. What's that? Things happen. Yeah, and it, I mean, if some, if you wanted to get into it and get into some infinitesimal tuning bounce, but you know that that head shake, it wasn't a tank slapper; it was just a little yeah. wibble. You know, it was. Well, it was there's minor. no shield; it's just you. Right, exactly. So right, and the There's brakes, of, the brakes work like a motherfucker. God, the brakes yeah. work good. Yeah. Uh, this bike has ABS on it, and the ABS is one of those systems that, like, it's not going to get involved unless you're literally crashing. So uh, <laughs> the ABS let me let me park the front wheel and get the ass end about six inches in the air mm. before the front ABS said, "Oh, that's <laughs> a stoppy." Yeah, and then it kind of like da 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 da. So it basically landed the stoppy for me before the stoppy got anything more than six or seven inches. Nice. Which is kind of like, hey, look, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So that was kind of impressive. I'll tell you what. I'd it's like, like the, the Gestapo. The Gestapo. <laughs> I'd like to buy those rims for some other bikes I have, man. Yeah, that's that's a cool. Really rims cool looking, are good. Yeah. And, you know, that is, you know, for that kind of money, which is, you know, it's short motorcycle money. And, and again, we're not saying that you have to buy one new and spend all of $5,000. These right. things have been out for a few years, right? Mm. Uh, you might be able to find a 2018. 
Well, and it's funny because it's like a circular thing. So a lot of people buy these as beginner bikes, right? And then they're like, oh, it's time to move on. But then you got slugs like us that have a bunch of bikes, and right. now we're coming back to yeah. the small bikes. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me that thing. Well, I can tell um, you, this is a lot more fun riding this into work than the ZX 1400R. <laughs> yeah. I will guarantee you, riding this into work this morning was way more fun than the ZX 14R. Some yes, of us are not coming back to small bikes. Oh. Some oh, of you've never, never left. left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good point. No, but like we, we discussed before we started the podcast, yeah. this... Yeah. This bike with the motor that it has, the size that it is, and right. everything about it is the perfect tail of the dragon bike. It is. Or like the 555. Yeah, any road that's any... a super techie road, yeah. Yeah, because like it's it's small enough where like you don't feel scared. Like, I took a GT650 Hawk through the dragon, and I was like, too much bike. Yeah. Just too much bike, yeah. you know? And I've had a lot, I've taken a lot of like, I took, a, I took an RZ350 through it, and I was kind of like, that's pretty much the right bike. And this does, I mean, all the numbers, torque, horsepower, it's all more powerful than an RZ350. So, and it's lighter. So, uh, what I did find interesting after riding it for the past few days and kind of riding, putting a few miles on it, what I've realized is we, the term cafe racer has been molested, right? So the term cafe racer has become a snapshot in time where a cafe racer must look like it has Triumph DNA somewhere in it, right? At some point, the bike has to be British at some point, like some influence of it is in order to be called a cafe racer, it needs to be like a 1200 Thruxton. And there's no way in the world a fucking 1200 is a cafe racer. That's not what it's meant to be, right? 1200 is a very big, heavy bike. But my GB500 that I love so much and enjoy so much has the exact same riding position as this bike. It's identical. Like it's sitting on this and sitting on the GB500 is exactly the same. And Probably torquier though. I this would think. is super torquier. No, I'm saying yeah. that GB500. No, it's not. It's not. If I want to throw a wheelie on the GB500, it's. I look both ways. I spooled it up to maximum 500ness, and I drop the clutch. It's all clutch wheelie, right? I can't bump the. I cannot power wheelie the GB500. I have to cheat. This bike will power wheelie. It'll bump wheelie all day long. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll bump wheelie. If you, I, if you revved it up. Blip yeah. let off oh. and blip it. You're coming up. And again, again, happened a few times I wasn't planning for. There's something that happens in the ECU with this motorcycle at 6,000 RPM or so where it just like unleashes the fucking hounds. So they've got the ECU set up in this bike so that if you keep the revs under 6,000, it ain't no big deal. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, sleepy, you know, boring fucking CB350, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to 6,000 RPM, something happens radically. Some timing change happens, and it happens instantly, and the front end gets super light. I mean, it just, and I, and I tried it with my weight completely on the handlebars doing drag racing launches. And it took me five or six launches to figure out that if I don't get my whole torso right up on that speedometer and I launch it full launch, as soon as that, as soon as I get through clutch slip, and I'm onto that six thousand, it just fucking lights up, and the front wheel gets super light. So this is a really bike. Like I spent a lot of time in the Giant Eagle parking lot on this thing, <laughs> doing a whole lot of unnecessary wheelies. This is a really good wheelie bike for somebody who wants to go out and be a jackass. It's really good for that. Probably better than my DRZ four hundred was. And, you know, that's a bike that's kind of notorious for everyone's like, oh, super motard, DRZ, whatever. Yeah. 
I'll wheelie this thing way easier than I wheelie a DRZ 400 SM. And it sounds really good with that pipe. Yeah, so it's, it's got really- a, Yeah, you're right. It's got an Akrapovich uh, aftermarket uh, pipe on it. So the cat's still there. They didn't, you know, they didn't get rid of the cat. But uh, it does. The pipe gives it a little bit of personality. Yeah. So it does make the bike a little bit like, oh, yeah, all right. That's cool. So, yeah, it's neat. Uh, anybody else have any comments after riding it other than your arms hurt? I just was surprised at how peppy it was. I didn't think it was going to be that peppy. It feels like a bigger motor. It really does. It does, yeah. 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 It feels like a 650 single yeah. or a 600 single. My yeah. only complaint was yep. the low down. Like, yep. you know, low range torque, yep. it didn't have it. You no. know what I mean? Like, it oh. definitely needs a little bit of gas. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. It doesn't just, you can't just dump the clutch and take off. No, it doesn't have a heavy flywheel. Yeah. Right. It, it, yeah. You definitely, but it's amazing once it, you know, soon you give yeah. it the gas as soon as it hits five or six grand. It's yeah. Rip. If you keep the thing over 5,000 RPM, it's going to do goddamn anything you want it to. And I just yep. wasn't really happy. Like, if you tried lugging it into gear, yep. it, it wanted to jump on you a little bit. So I made it's not the something. You're not going to take this thing, you know, in fifth gear down to 20 mile an hour and back up to 60. No. In the video, oh, I was shooting this morning. You need to shift. You need to shift. That, yeah. I got lucky this morning. Never happens. One time a year, I'm coming off the freeway at McKinley and I caught the green light. So coming off the freeway on McKinley, and I actually caught the green right-hand turn light on the McKinley, which I never catch. And I was so excited I was going to catch the light. Well, I was in sixth gear. So what I normally do is I normally tech, tech, you know, like drop a couple of gears and go. And I was still rolling at probably 45 miles an hour. So I dropped it two gears and then let the clutch out. And you're right, John. It did not like that. Good, so good, 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 good. It was, I was lugging the motor at that point. So when I dropped two gears on that right-hander, I was already too slow for fourth gear, and it is not forgiving. It was like, fuck, 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 fuck you, buddy, buddy. And it was like, it was a very amateur. Now, it didn't squeal a back tire or do something stupid like that, but it did give me a very amateur corner. Um, I made sure that that didn't happen when I made the left on the Rocky River Drive, which I caught the green light there, too. <laughs> Play the fucking lottery. Nobody's ever hit those two lights in sequence. Uh, sequence. That's my game when I go to work. I try to hit every green light. Oh, man. Once in like 10 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I was so weird. I had the camera going and I was like, this never happens ever. You know, it's the weirdest thing. You know, but, they, but it definitely likes, you know, it would rather be in second than fourth. Our city causes us to waste so much gas especially on carnegie and these other roads oh yeah, yeah. we're like there's no timing what's so fucking ever like like you have rush hour traffic the light goes from green you go 17 feet and then there's a red light yeah yeah, yeah. So i come up 150th every day but i at least those lights are set up that if nobody is waiting they stay green you know yeah I mean? that would so be awesome you can make it up 150th sometime as long as you stay on it and keep make it to the lights you're good all right well these are the that's the thing people could do to make to save energy and to save all this stuff, Absolutely. but they don't do it. Right. And I, you know, you uh, Lakewood used to have a, a traffic engineer, yeah, right, and he had the stuff designed to do it that way. You could go down Clifton if you stayed at thirty-two miles per hour on Clifton, where it's thirty-five. But if you went thirty-two, you'd catch every green for the entire fucking thing from the west end of Cleveland or from the west end of Lakewood all the way to Cleveland. 20 some lights and you'd catch them all green but I think the magic number was 32 yeah but they got rid of the guy because <laughs> because he was too they didn't like what they really, got rid of him no what, what sealed his fate 
Was he like the, do you see the crosswalks that look like an X? Right, yeah. If you hit the crosswalk button, then everybody walks at the same time and okay, it yeah, yeah. stops the traffic. Right. Yeah, the four-way stop. Well, because yeah. it's more, it's, uh, more uh, time efficient for somebody to do that. Okay. But they didn't like that, and so they made them get rid of the, the four-way mm. you know, walks. If you go to any they, major city, that four-way stop for you know, the, the diagonal crossing, is, it's everywhere. You know? Right, and I don't know why they don't do that. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it is strange. Such a waste of fuel and everything, having people yeah, stop. You're right, and, it's, and you know, when you think you're like, oh, man. We but, need more roundabouts in Cleveland. Absolutely, yeah. that's another good thing. But Green County's putting yeah. in a ton of those. Yeah, they, being here and watching a truck, you know, have to go through five gears when it leaves that light and then has to stop there. <laughs> yeah. You know that that's like, that is probably not good for the environment. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, did anybody hear that London's going to go to 15 miles per hour? Yeah, I did. What? Yeah, so the city of London has proposed that they're going to make the, the speed limit for the entire London 15 miles an hour. They're trying to encourage people to ride motorcycles, bicycles, and yep. mopeds. Like they don't have enough traffic. No shit. Oscar and I tried to, to get through that. people over. We made the mistake of having an Uber because there's no way the train could have got us to our flight out of London. Oh, yeah. And we had to go from the city airport to Heathrow. And... The only, like, the only way we could have done it was what we did, which was get an Uber. But, of course, the Uber route to get from City Airport to Heathrow was, look, kids, Big Ben. Look, kids, Tower <laughs> of London. And it was seriously... Through traffic, yeah. On, we're sitting in the back of this vehicle sure. knowing we're going to miss our flight. And this <laughs> Uber driver is doing, you know, one mile per hour, right? But we're seeing every fucking thing that you would ever pay money to see on a London tour <laughs> because the route that it had to take us through was so circuitous that it literally put us past every single tourist trap. And we're just sitting in the back dying. We're like, and we're going to miss that flight. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a very stressful Uber ride, which it should have been baller because we're like, yeah. it was like we had a private tour of London. Much, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so... So, 15. 15 miles per hour for the whole fucking city. That's that's weird, man. And, and California said, you know what? We're going to one-up you. No grass cutters that are gas-powered. Look, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was yeah. what I'd, I'd set yeah, out. Yeah, you did. Okay, By 2024. No, uh, no new ones. No new ones. You're allowed to have your old ones. Yes. That's They'll that. drag on forever. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean... And I would think, like, you'd still be able to get a used one or go to a different state. Would you be allowed to well, go to a different state and not? buy one and bring it in? I mean, at I mean, some point, and I'm not saying what date it's going to happen, but if 2025? Four. 24. 2024 is going to be the day when you can't go to Home Depot and buy a gasoline-powered string trimmer, right? Or a gasoline-powered leaf blower. Or chainsaw. Or chainsaw, right? Now... I got to say, I agree with the gasoline-powered leaf blower. But they're talking even like riding mowers and shit like that. Exactly. And they're like well, that's co- commercial, commercial. What are they commercial do? like landscapers are like, what are we, it's uh, going to cost us yeah. $20,000 to buy a battery-powered, you know, zero-turn mower. Or you'll do the same thing that we've been doing in Ohio, which is driving vehicles that don't pass emission tests <laughs> because they're over 25 years old. So guess what? Your 19, or your 2022, Three John Deere just became worth more in California. Well, yeah, and you know what's yeah. going to happen is going to be like Cuba, like right. you know, like they cut everything off. So like they started making parts for fifty-seven Chevys. Right. There's whole right. industry down there making right. fucking old parts for cars. And, stuff. and then in two thousand and forty, that's when somebody's going to be in your driveway going, "Hey, buddy, that lawn boy, got to go." 
Yeah. It'll be like 2000. There'll be some cutoff when it's like you can't even get, you know, historical plates for your lawnmower anymore. Yeah. But just right. think you can yeah. move out to California in right. 2024, right. open up your little small engine shop, yeah. make a killing. Everybody wants to keep their small engines going. Well, what's going to happen when all the antique plates in Ohio go to in 2050? 2050. Yeah. Because so, nobody thought 2050 was ever going to get here. No. Yeah. So are they going to say that we're not allowed to drive those cars anymore? Well, again, mm. I tend to look at that and go, I'll be 82. So have you have you watched the documentary by Rush called Red Barchetta? <laughs> no, there's a song about they, they outlawed the cars, so now you're like an outlaw driving a fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. But when I'm 82 years old, if I'm still driving, yeah. hang me up. Yeah. Right? Come and get me, boys. All right? Whatever. I, I don't think we're going to be... When I'm 80, I'm going to fully embrace the autonomous cars. Uh, so I mowed my yard. <laughs> I've got a double a double yard. So my yard is twice as wide as a normal urban plot. Right? Yeah. You guys have all seen my yard. So I borrowed an electric Ego lawnmower to try it. Just yeah. to see what the fucking... See what it's all about. Am I going to buy one of these things? Because I have kept my... Craftsman Briggs and Strower, you know Briggs and Stratton, twenty-two inch deck, no assist, no nothing, mulching blade, sharp as the devil himself, kind of thing. Like I've kept that thing on the fucking razor's edge of efficiency for twenty-five years. Right, that thing does not have a problem. One pull every single time. But I wanted to see because my my father-in-law was like, I got all this, I bought all these green. They're colored green. I bought all these green lawn implements. I got the leaf blower. I got the snow blower. I got all of it. He's got all the things, and they all use the same drop-in batteries. Yeah. And I was like, it's a substantial investment. It's, it's worse than getting in bed with Milwaukee tools, right? So I was like, I want to borrow it. So he brings the thing by the house and lets me go out and do my yard with it. Got to say, in every possible way, better... Um, in every possible way better than using my gasoline lawnmower. Really? Like, it did the job better. was way easier to push. Yeah. It was completely self-propelled even though it didn't need to be, which is hilarious. And goddamn near silent. Which, living in a neighborhood, my neighbor's lawnmower is running like open pipes. <laughs> right? I hate that guy's fucking lawnmower. And it runs... It's so out of tune. It's so... Like it's like a hit and miss engine, but at nine thousand RPM, it's completely like you can't even relax because it's kind of like <laughs> it's like sleeping next to somebody who has sleep apnea. Yeah, you know. And then he's got to oh, then he's got to go start it again, whatever. And then you smell the you smell the bad gas and yeah. just like oh fuck me running man. I was uh, I was in a, a conference room. I was having a meeting and like um, it was like the big guys from the company. They were talking about a project we have to do. Yeah, and so I'm facing. The conference room just has the whole thing is just windows that overlooks the, the kind of complex that I work at. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like the guy's just Stoning going out. on about sales or something. <laughs> right. It has nothing to do with me. So I'm just like looking out the window, watching birds and shit. It's a meeting Elon Musk would have made you leave. Yeah. Right. And so all of a sudden in like the pack of Sandra's, yeah. this little hatch goes and then this fucking dude goes and it's a fucking robot lawnmower that's like 48 inches wide. What? It's, it's like this fucking big, man. What? And this thing's just like, and it goes, and it doesn't cut, like, it doesn't go around like this. It just fucking randomly goes all what over the place. Fucking, so it's, it's a commercial electric robot lawnmower. Yeah, I mean, Husqvarna makes one, and 
they're expensive. They're oh, like it's five like ten. Grand. Oh, it's a, this thing's yeah, like ten grand. They've been around a while. What? They've been around a while. I know, but I just didn't know. I and mean, it's it just, got wheels, and it just it just it's like it's, it's no handles, nothing. It's like this. Little, it looks like a Roomba, like a, like a, like a giant Roomba? fucking Roomba. We live on the Death Star. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Oh, I fucking so love I'm that. sitting there, and they, they must have noticed me because I think my mouth was like, huh, like you know. And they're like, oh yeah, you never saw the mower. And I'm like, no, never saw I the never mower. saw the mower. <laughs> It was cool. A sentient fucking but, but lover, we yeah. also have, which is pretty cool. So you know, like like uh, the outdoor plants, like the big pots and stuff. Yeah. Well, to, to make it efficient to to put them all down. Yeah. They have robots. These yeah. little fucking things go and drop them down and pick another one up and then drop them down. So like when they're they're filling up a greenhouse, yeah. there's these little fucking robots running everywhere, just fucking putting plants all over the place. There you it's go, man. Fucking cool, man. And you go you go down to Texas and there's little robots trying to get across the border so they can get jobs. Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna start looking closer. They probably got gang signs on. They probably do. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yep, that's it. <laughs> you got yeah, in, the you go to the, in the winter time. You go to the Mexican restaurant, and all those robots are working there. <laughs> if you live in here, if you live in Cleveland, you'll get the joke. They finally, uh, they finally figured out where all the fucking Modelo cans were coming out of the fucking bag. It's exactly fucking hell. Oh, so the other day, so MS13 would make sense for robots. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it would be digital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would it would literally just be bits and bytes. Yeah. So the other day, I'm listening to our friends uh, the Misfits podcast. Yeah. And uh, look, if we say some insensitive shit, what did they get wrong this time? Uh, exactly. <laughs> if we say some insensitive shit, it kind of comes with the territory. It's, it's a motorcycle right. podcast. We are cisgendered people of a certain age and girth, right? Yeah. Guess what? You, that's why we have one female listener. Right. Okay. <laughs> He's done the fucking, you've done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. we done, have one. <laughs> like, we're not making a blanket no. statement. Steve checked. Yes. <laughs> a research was conducted. Yeah. But the point being, do you know what they said? Camaro. <gasps> oh. Wow. Oh, well done. They stole our Camaro. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They stole now. Well, didn't what, that come about because of them though? Because you couldn't say it. Anymore. Well, yeah. So along about podcast number four or five, we yeah. were hanging out in the garage, and I know you were there, yeah. and I know James was there because when I made the, I was listening to it and I heard him say Camaro. Yeah. And I was like, they were like, oh, well, that's super Camaro, and I was like, okay, it's one thing if Knock would have said it. Yeah. But Liza said it. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Come on now. You know what's going to happen? James, James is like, I was there when that when we invented wait, that. When's because Halloween? Shane? Yes. When's, Hall- when's Halloween? Oh, well, yeah. The uh, So <laughs> Shane, we came up with that because Shane refused to stop saying gay. Like Shane is such a Midwesterner. Like he is so clearly a Midwesterner and he's of the age where... You can't get him to stop saying gay. Right. Like, you, he's, you so step on his gay. foot, gay. gay. Right, yeah. <laughs> he just, he's so, and we tried, and like, we tried, we tried to, to watch ourselves and respect yeah. our listener. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. Exactly. It was not you. It was Shane. And so that was when the idea was. Camaro. Camaro. I, yeah, I remember yeah. first hearing it, uh, you know, uh, from the podcast, yeah. and I was like, the first time I heard it, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, and you got to remember, like, Shane is an, a full time, hundred percent automobile mechanic that also is the front man in a band called Fistula, <laughs> right? 
Look up fistula. I don't want to. Trust me. Make sure you put it on image search. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it'll be a picture of Shane and then some shit you don't want to see. Yeah, right. right? But so Blue, that we blue just, waffles open for him quite yeah, often. I, I was just, I was like, he probably didn't have to get in line to get fistula.com. Right? So, but anyway, I thought it was hilarious that our, our friends, I mean, because yes, the misfits are absolutely our sister podcast. Sure, sure. There's no doubt about it. Like, I feel ex- I, I, I feel like they're doing the same thing that we're doing. Not as good, but... The yin you know, to the yang, right? They are the yin to our yang. They are the yoink to the yeet. They are <laughs> the yoink to our yeet. Yeet. Um, <laughs> oh, they're west. We're east. That is exactly... Yeah, and that is fine. very much... They are definitely... They are definitely Santa Cruz. We are definitely Cleveland. Left coast, If they right come coast. out with a that's a Camaro shirt or that's Camaro shirt... Left coast, yeah. north then we coast. Got problems. Bingo. Yeah, right. Yeah. That might be our next shirt. Yeah. That's so Camaro. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> and just put a picture of Cam on there with a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jacket. Wait, wait, wait. Doesn't he have a Corvette? And a Mustang. And a Mustang. So that makes it even better. Oh, you're right. <laughs> He's got the whole Camaro starter set. <laughs> if a Mustang and a Corvette had a baby, yeah, that's, that's true. It would be a, a Camaro. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Get that kid some special testing. The, uh, God, man. So badass as it is. Uh, Anybody else do any crazy good riding this week? Just we wore the rear tire off of the RV two fifty. Oh, you did in New York. Oh, oh. good roads. Nice. Wow. Two up, just hauling ass. Yeah, fantastic. But that tire didn't last long, or my speedometer reset for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you have that no, one. So the RV has no miles on it again. Right, it's, it's brand new. Yeah, it's brand new again. again. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Warranty's still good on this baby. Yep. What is what's the number that it flips over? Six thousand? Six thousand something. Yeah. Yeah. God, that's it such has a no weird... seven thousand. No. No, when it hits six thousand, like seven hundred, it goes back to zero. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. So yeah. Just for point of reference, Steve was up at spe- in Speculator, New York, this whole week. Yeah. With my beautiful wife. Absolutely. Kit's here. She's in the background. She's actually brought her own camp chair and her little Oscar cooler. <laughs> Literally has her feet propped up on little Oscar. <laughs> just like he likes it. Because you need beer to listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, especially, yeah, yeah, especially being something. within spitting range. Yeah. So I was camping in Wisconsin this weekend. Yeah, you were. Uh, yeah, you and were. I didn't take any motorcycles because the forecast was rain, rain, yeah. rain, and more rain. Of course, I got there and there was almost no rain. <laughs> and the campground is in this area that is just full of off-road trails for ATVs and oh, motorcycles. Man. You can ride the ATVs on the roads in that county. Is it above? That's too bad. Uh, we, I, mean, I thought you were in jail in Chicago. I, I heard yeah. you got pulled over with guns and weed and well weed's oh, legal yeah. in illinois so okay. yeah. i was good with the yeah. weed you're good yeah. i did have two firearms in my car in chicago right now that's not but legal in that's illinois that's not legal no no no, no. if it, you if they're locked in a case you still can't have no, them I, I, not I, in chicago they have to be licensed in chicago yeah. oh okay. like you need what they, they call it i think it's called a foid card uh federal something something yeah but but you've got to have every credential in the world and be a cop mm, okay. to have a gun in chicago because it's, you know, it's like fucking Beirut. Yeah. Yeah, right. Google Maps took me on a bad route with a highway closed for night construction. So I ended up on the south side of Chicago, Ooh. sitting in an empty parking lot at a strip center, you know, looking at my phone to figure out how to get back on the, the road I wanted to be on. Yeah. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. and guns in the car. 
And, and you know, the weed just kind of green lights them to check everything. You know, it's not illegal. We're not saying it's illegal. It's, what do they call it, non-criminal. It's, yeah. it's decriminalized. He was bad. Yeah. Bad. Right. Danny, bro. <laughs> I, I, had, I had a similar situation one time in Detroit. I got lost, and my, and my GPS died. And so I got off, and unfortunately, it was an eight-mile road, you know? And it's the famous eight-mile, and it is a shithole. There's, like, just fucking people walking around and everything like that. So I'm sitting there, and a cop comes up, and he's like, you're either lost or buying drugs. Which is it? And I was like, the first one. <laughs> lost. Your yeah. GPS seems to die all the time. Every time we ride, your GPS dies. Oh, is, are you? Uh, I mean, are you using an actual GPS or just your phone? Yeah, I gave it to Smith. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> poetic justice. That is poetic yeah. justice. Oh man, yeah, that's 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 not fair. That's, that's fucking unfair, man. It works, and all of a sudden it'll just be like, I'm not in Nebraska. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> GPS? And this is literally just a standalone Garmin type thing. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Garmin. It's a Garmin. It's a motorcycle one. It's oh, a it's Garmin. A Zumo? Yeah, Zumo. Yeah, it's this way. Yep. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of those things you just like, you just know you're screwed. The, uh, I bought a burner phone. I had left my phone at the shop and I had gone off to deliver bikes in Columbus and other places. And it just, I had made a commitment to be at a guy's driveway at a certain time. And I did not have enough time to come back to the shop and get my phone. Right. (laughs) So I did what anybody who's me does. I rolled into Walmart and I bought a burner phone. Right. So I bought a burner phone. And uh, apparently, I didn't know this, but yes, you can do an entire transaction with just cash. Yeah. And nobody will ever know who has that phone. Really? And then you, then I, I, because I was like, let's just play this shit out. Because it wanted me to put in an email address. So I just used that phone to create a whole new Google account. Right. That never existed before. Was it a track phone? No, it was a Motorola GoMoto. Oh, GoMoto. Okay. It was an AT&T product and the whole, it was all legit. Yeah. And the phone, no shit, the phone cost $39. Mm. Do you know how much technology is in a phone? Because I don't. This thing does everything. It does everything that my iPhone 10 does pretty near. And it costs $39 to own it. Not, yeah. a, not a month. Yeah. To own it. Right. And then you, you go somewhere and hand them cash and buy a little card that's another month's worth of service. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you want to be Johnny off the grid, you can be pretty much Johnny off the grid. See, that, that's funny because in, in Mexico, yeah. for obvious reasons, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> you have to show your ID. They right. take yeah. your information. Right. And it's like, here's your phone. It's right. cheapest. It's shit. Cheapest I mean, it, yeah. that's not the problem. The problem right. is you cannot have a quote unquote burner phone right. because yeah, it's used for for that purposes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they so. want to check your accounts for, like if there's $600 transactions but they're not they don't care about burner phones. But, again, that, to me it doesn't make any sense. Again, nobody's more surprised than I am, right? Yeah. Kind of shocked and amazed. And but what was funny was before the thing lit up and like decided it wanted to give me internet service and make cell, cellular telephone calls, what I realized is the GPS part of the phone, so for Google Maps, yeah. Totally worked. Oh, really? really? That's a, now that's a top tip. Well, you know that. Well, like you can if you if you have an old phone that's right. waterproof or something, yeah. you don't need d- data service to use the GPS. Right, it uses satellites. Yep. The satellites are there. Yeah. So, so maps and stuff. If you download the map onto it, it'll right. work. No, believe yeah. me. I mean, yeah. I was like, wow. If you are on a long trip somewhere, if you're going to be in Europe for a while, and you don't want to buy a GPS yeah. or update your GPS for X number of dollars. 
Dude, fucking go in and buy a burner phone. Just go in and buy a burner phone, and now you have a $39 GPS unit. Because it worked and it worked great. Like it gave me turn by turns and everything on its inherent internal map program. Yep, so yep. I was amazed that before it ever hooked up a cellular connection, it was functioning as a standalone GPS. So it was cool. And I mean, I achieved my mission. It took me five whole minutes to run into Walmart, buy that phone and run out. Nice. And I was like, I was like, I'll probably just return it because I'm sure it's going to be awful and I'm going to hate it. But no, I, I now have a burner phone that is going to be my official when I have to text people pictures from the shop and do all kinds of things that I definitely don't want to use my phone for. Yeah. 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 That's what we're using the burner phone for. Yeah. Because then, you know, people get that like, oh, I'm going to send you a picture of this thing and you use your own phone. Yeah, and, then you're and now you're screwed because that person has your number and they will never, ever call the phone shop phone ever again. So for the $10 your- Patreon. Yeah. 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 So you have the So that's the why you sent me a phone? new phone number to call. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. So you have your phone. So I have my regular phone, phone is here. The bad the phone, phone is in here. So the oh, bad okay. phone so is phone. a Google the, the bad oh, phone okay. is a Google phone number inside okay. of here. All right. So that's a Google voice number inside of here. And then the burner. And then I got the standalone burner, which is hilarious. I mean it's just but it kills me for thirty nine fucking dollars. That's pretty, that's pretty and it does everything. And it's better than a a three-year-old phone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Undoubtedly. So it was like, I was, the other night, I was like, what can I do with this thing? So I was like, okay, let's just download a free video editing software, right? I was like, this works way better than the video editing software I have on my laptop. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Like, and it was, obviously, it's free, but, but again, that's $39 buys you a hell of a lot of firepower when it comes to a phone. Yeah. And it's also the battery in my iPhone, pretty much get a day out of it, right? The battery in the burners, five days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah five days because yeah. it's not looking for shit. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> it, it's not expecting updates every th- you know, seven seconds. You know, it's not illegally going online when you tell it not to because it's a burner phone. Nobody, nobody gave it permission to do anything. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. I thought it was a hoot. But again, if you are a motorcycle traveler, and you did, for instance, want to have some security when you're out in the world, you own one of these things. Hey, you're going on a big trip. Spend 30 bucks and activate it for a month. Now, if you lose your regular phone, you got something right there ready to go, backed up. And if using a system like Google, you can still get your, vo- your emails and everything else, and you can make phone calls and whatever. Mm-hmm. So not too shabby. Pretty, pretty handy. Uh, I certainly like it. Tips from Unky Phil. Another tip from your Unky Phil. <laughs> just Absolutely. Just, and just for a minute. Yeah. Uh, so in the spirit of my poor bastard, I mean, listeners, uh, that are living in other places, would you, would you believe that in Utah, they're already under the snow? Yep. Denver, too. What? What the fuck, man? Okay. It's snowing like a son of a bitch out west. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were just there like what, like a week ago, it feels like, right? I was swimming the other day in our lake. It right. was chilly, but I was swimming in our lake, and it was fantastic to be swimming in, you know, October. October, the middle of October. So here's what we did. You guys may notice that we didn't talk about <clears throat> Manscaped. Uh, right. Right. Uh, it, <laughs> so Oscar, I just put my name on Oscar my Oscar just put his just, name yeah. on his shirt, you know, because there's no other reason. He hasn't reason. been here for a he while. He just figured, you know, he figured it'd be nice. Hello, my name is Oscar. So as you guys may know, um, there's a, this guy doesn't have the, or maybe it is electric. I don't know. 
He went down and he came back and now he's back going back down. On that folding bicycle? I think he's still trying to yeah. charge it. No, he's charging it. <laughs> it's like a Charging. moped. You got to pedal it to make <laughs> it go, just, yeah. even though it's electric. Yeah. yeah. It's a hybrid. The so Type 1. So we are no longer uh, beholden or in any way associated with a testicular grooming product. Right. right? <laughs> and last week for our, our plug, we gave a shout out to John Del Vecchio in yep. uh, Cornering Confidence. You can go online, go to Amazon. I saw they had the, bike, the, the book re- reduced in price. I think it was on sale. And uh, if you are, if you're so inclined and you want to give somebody who you know who rides a motorcycle a kick-ass stocking stuffer, right? Uh, this book is like, it's it's a fucking awesome book. It's there's very few motorcycle books that I'm just like fucking goofy for. This is one, and it's twenty four ninety nine right now on Amazon's. So buy that fucking thing. Uh, you read that book one time, I guarantee it'll save your life. Right? Something in that book, if you like to ride a motorcycle, is going to save your ass. And if nothing else, it'll be much more pleasant for me to drive around you. Because <laughs> uh, so, if you read that book, it makes it a lot more fun for the people around you who ride motorcycles than doing all the jankety shit that you used to do, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, trust me. Buy that book. John was not dicking around. When John wrote this thing, had it dialed in. So our new sponsor, our new sponsor is, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Cleveland Moto. Nice. 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 We realized that we ran a business. We forgot. We forgot that we actually ran a business. James today reminded me <laughs> that why are we promoting other people? Anybody else? So what we're going to do is every week we're going to have some stupid deal, like a deal that is too good to be true for our podcast listeners. Huh? We're going to offer one thing every week that is ridiculously good deal. All right. In the spirit of our poor bastard friends to the west, right? That are uh, that are just dealing with snow right now. Our first Cleveland Moto Sordic deal <laughs> means you can't beat it. Right? <laughs> our first Cleveland Moto Sordic deal is, and how long till the misfits steal that? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, right. So that'll be the rubber dick deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, they will be this. That, the rubber dick deal shows up in the least likely places. <laughs> right. right. It's a the, subtle. The subtle. rubber dick deal, you'll never know when it'll pop up. It's a lot. What happened? I just got a rubber dick deal. You won't know about it until Came it's out too nowhere. late. <laughs> What's this I'm sitting on? Oh, I've been dicked. It's a deal. It's a deal. Cam Cam will never participate in the rubber dick deal again. So, no. <laughs> Again, we love you, Cam. Yeah. But we mo- we love you. We love more making fun of you. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we decided. We looked around the shop today, and here's the deal. The Sordic deal is if we're going to have a button, and the button is going to appear where you find this podcast, and it'll appear in the notes of the podcast. You're going to click on the link, and if you click on that link, we're going to sell the actual. Made in Germany, legit Cleveland Moto beanies that are embroidered Cleveland Moto beanies. We're going to sell it for 20 bucks per beanie. But here's the deal. Free shipping in the contiguous U.S. So if you're in the contiguous U.S., 48, lower 48s, we're going to ship it to you for goddamn free. 
how convenient with the whole winter coming up. And, and that's the idea is it's getting colder out. You may want something to put, or if you're like me and you're in between hair, hairstyles, right. you're going to yeah. put something on your head to hide that fucked up, you know, mop you got that's going on. Because my winter shit hasn't grown in yet. So I'm still in that fucked up COVID haircut thing. So, yeah. I've so, had three haircuts cancel on me and my I'm starting to look bad. Dude. Well, yeah, I mean, worse yeah. than usual. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're getting to the thing where it's, you know, not tonight, but it for a lot of our listeners... It'd be a nice thing knowing that that thing's coming in the mail for 20 whole dollars yeah, yeah. for 20 bucks and for 20 bucks. And if you think we're making any money on this deal, you're wrong. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, cause right. you can know, like I've, I've, I've bought a few hats recently and the right. hat was like 15 bucks, Yeah, but then they slap you with $13 of yeah, shipping. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So now it's 20 bucks at your door. All in. That's, that's all totally in, good. 20 bucks. Nice. And the idea too is every, every podcast, we're going to have another item. And of course, to find out about that, well, just go to the show notes sure. and we'll have a link for you and you can click on it and it will take you to our spot. Now, we no longer run an online store at our shop because the scammers got way too good. Yeah. Like the idea of us having an online store, which we did for fucking 15 yeah. years, they're, they're so sophisticated. Like they got to the point where there was no way that we could discern from an, a purchase, a real purchase and a fake you know, really? totally not somebody's credit card or somebody else's credit card being used to purchase something without their permission. Right. And it got out of control. And I was doing things like calling the people every single online sale we would make. I would just call them and be like, hey, it's this Phil from Cleveland Moto. Did you really order 27 NGK B70S spark plugs? Because it looks odd. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I ordered that. What's your address? Oh, dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Why do you need 27 NGK B, you know, B70S spark plugs? Oh, yeah, whatever. And as soon as they fucking fly, as soon as like somebody's watching, as soon as they fucking got shipped, the money was yoinked out of my account. Ah. Uh. I got, I was so frustrated. So we were getting our asses handed to us on fraud and we right. don't sell a lot of shit online. Right. So it wasn't, it, it was completely walking backwards. So when we do these items, it's going to be super limited. We do them through an eBay store thing. So it's like, you know, it's one click. You're right there. And those items that we're going to do are going to have special, absolutely no shipping. So that's it. And so we'll stack them up so that, you know, if you blow it and you don't get the hat and we start advertising whatever the next product is, you can still get the hat. And if you want to stack them up, fuck it. We'll let you stack them up too. That's cool. cool. So we're going to have certain items that we're going to come out with. And uh, a little a little hint the next one, it's going to be all about winterization. Nice. So we're going to be, not this podcast, but next podcast or the next one after, we're going to start talking about winterizing your shit. Yeah. Because apparently if you live in Utah and you haven't winterized yet, you're late. Yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. So I don't. So Cleveland Moto one word, right? <laughs> Cleveland Moto all one word. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. At, at eBay.com, right? But uh, yeah, I want 38 beanies. <laughs> right, exactly. I want My name is Martha G. Yes. Smith. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, let me read this credit card to you. It says uh, my name is uh, Maria R- R- Rottencrotch. Okay, got it. Check. I- Ivana Humpalot. Ivana Humpalot. <laughs> so fond of Cox. Yes. <laughs> uh, my friend Grace, my friend Grace, first of all, is an amazing human being. I mean, she's fucking rock star, right? And she's in Chicago, and she ran a food truck for a while. Awesome. But she got a fucking credit card for her dog. What? Her, her dog's name was Scooter, right? And it's just like this Border Collie mix kind of dog. 
And Scooter, apparently she kept getting, she signed up for a few things using the name Scooter Delcano. Last name's Delcano. And signed up for various things. And eventually, you know, those credit card companies are so fucking predatory. So she went ahead and she got Scooter. Scooter had a pretty fucking solid credit rating. (laughs) And Scooter had a credit card. Like, that's ridiculous, man. The dog has a credit card. That's that's and you know what? If if I would have been in Grace's household, we would have rocked that card. Oh yeah. We would have built that thing up to a good solid 840 credit score. I'm sure in 10 years that dog's buying a house. <laughs> I want to get I mean that would be a hell of a goal is to get your dog qualified. Right. And 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 then you know, never make a payment and be like, "All right, yeah, there he is. There, there he is. <laughs> Take him to jail. Lock him up." Right? Take him away. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's totally irresponsible yeah. financially. <laughs> he's been crazy. He comes home, he beats me. Oh, it's fucking crazy. terrible. Check the tag. It says his name right there. Yeah, on the it's tag. right on his collar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do we know it's him? We chipped him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's better ways to prove that he's Scooter Delcano than it is to prove I'm me. Well, I got drugs coming to my house for my dog, Garmin. It's Garmin Cinch, and yeah. he has like his antipsychotic drugs come to him. At your house. At my house. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. So how many of those do you take? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they prevent worms too. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a two in one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your coat's never been so shiny. Oh no. It's <laughs> yeah. fucking great. And my COVID went away really. Your quick. COVID got <laughs> cleared up instantly. I'm You're kidding. Good to I haven't go. Yeah, it's fine. So yeah. So kooky stuff. Hey, motorcycles. Motorcycles. We do talk about motorcycles. So from time you to said time. you were doing this whole research and deep dive a couple of weeks ago on the Chinese stuff. Oh, right? I was. Yep. Have you heard of Brixton? I. You know what? I have not heard of Brixton. Tell me more. So this is. Uh, is this spelled like Brixton in the UK? Yeah, B R I X T O N. All right. And they did that purposely because their first bike. I'm yeah. going to show you the picture here. Yeah. Let me know what company is going to be pretty upset about this one. Oh, that's a fucking. That's a Thruxton. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Bonneville <laughs> right there. That is a Bonneville. Yeah. That is totally a Bonneville. It's 88 horsepower, 1,200 cc's. That's a 1,200 cc? 1,200 cc. That's a fucking 12 Hondo? Yes. Holy shit. All you got to do is look at the motor case to know it's not a Triumph, though. Because it doesn't have the word Triumph emblazoned on it. No, the the motor cases are ugly. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the 1,200. I've seen these, like, 125s and shit. Yeah, it but, claims a maximum horsepower, 85 horsepower, and 81 foot-pounds of torque. Apart from the engine, the GK1200 does get some respectable componentry consisting of KYB source suspension, Nissan brakes, Bosch handling, electronic assisted ABS, full LEDs all the way around. What the fuck? It's supposed to be coming in about six to seven grand underneath a Bonneville. What the absolute shit? And what model is that called again? The GK1200. Brixton GK1200. I mean, seriously, 1200 cc's is that kind of thing you're like, okay, well, you know... Um, all KTM's under 900 cc's are Chinese now. You know, right. like that's just we've grown to accept these numbers getting higher and higher because it used to be like all BMWs under 350 cc's were Chinese, and right. then the number just kept climbing. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good. I mean, like Dan's right though. The motor looks wrong. Like it, it looks like the top part of it looks like a uh, an actual Triumph, and the bottom looks something else. Yeah, the, 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 the side of that injectors? motor looks like they cut off the side of the, the, side gas, of the gas tank, tank. Yeah. 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 and glued it on. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Wow. But but this man. is interesting because you know in, in this article it mentions CF Moto and it mentions the other ones and it says that they're becoming a really big force in motorcycles now. Like yeah. Well, it. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, that's, doesn't have fake carbs though. 
where the yeah. fuel injectors go. It's yeah. an 85 horsepower motor. It's it no, it doesn't have fake carbs. It's got covers where the carbs would normally be. Yeah. Basically, this motor is a study in horizontal lines. So you're you're right. It, it you're you're right. It absolutely does not have any of the attractive styling of a Bonneville. It looks like it. It looks like if you gave a child some crayons and said, "Draw a Bonneville." That's what it looks like. It, it, but it, the bike itself, I mean, like the metal and the body, that looks all okay. Yeah. Even the pea shooters and the wheel. The wheels look like BMW GSA wheels. And it looks. And I just started to think that all of the all the electronics are all Bosch. Yeah. So all the things that make it go or stop are all Bosch, right? So, or at least let's put it this way. Spelled B O S H. Or probably Bosch made in China. Because I'm <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, it's Borscht. 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 Yeah, <laughs> Borscht. <laughs> ah, that's ridiculous. Uh, but that's, that's, that's one of those. And now that you did mention that we were looking at it, I did a quick, quick dive on it just to find out. Who the fuck makes this thing, right? Yeah. And what I was able to find, though, is that that's uh, that 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 motor is a company in China that builds fucking tons of motors. So that uh, so it's probably going to be a pretty legit bike then. Well, again, it's a company that a lot of names that you've heard of use to build their motors. So right. that's. But I mean, here's yeah. the thing: it would have to come in. This year, I saw the W800 cafes, the Kawasaki W800 cafes. Yeah. Your buddy down in Cincy, uh, the guy who owns that Piston Society or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. he posted a link to a bigger place by him. They were selling a 2020 W800 cafe for 5900 bucks new. How much? 5900 For which Five, bike? nine, the Kawasaki W800. Wow. They were blowing them out for... So I'm saying, this bike... Wow. I mean that was yeah. a pretty that was a sale because they're mostly about seven grand sixty five hundred. Right. But I'm saying if they want to sell this thing, they're going to have to come in at about sixty five hundred oh. bucks or. 60. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and that's a tough and I mean that's a very very tough thing because, man, I, it's that is really really tough for me to look at something like this when I feel like there's already too much. I feel like we're spoiled for choice. I think we've got <laughs> we've just got way too many options in this country. Way too many options. I don't think that having a, a you know this motorcycle that runs this Gaokin motor, G A O K I N, I think if I'm not mistaken, Gaokin is the name of the company, and they build a lot of motors. They build a lot of motorcycle engines for a lot of different companies. And but I think there's this point where it's like you're going to have to get into this. Like that would that's quirky and weird. And it's quirky and weird, and that makes you like it because it has a name Husqvarna on the side. Right. But if that fucker said, like, you know, fling poo -poo on the side, (laughs) or if it said, you know, Raging Chicken, or, you know, the the Phallus Palace 401. Or how about even Tao Tao, who's kind of proved themselves to be okay-ish garbage. I still yeah, I still it's garbage, but it's like it runs for a while. It's a name people know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, That's that's definitely, yeah, that's that's a tough one because, you know, we see some hate crimes go on with the word Tao Tao on the side of them. Like, we do see a lot of shit coming into the shop that we're just like, I can't believe they let this thing out of the factory. Right, you know? Right. And it's clearly that I do understand. I've had people that listen to our podcast call me and they were fucking raging because they're like, you don't understand. That's not Tao Tao's fault. That's not this company's fault. Some American guy said that was the spec to build the bike to. Mm. Some American mm. guy said... This is 
what I want. Yeah. I want those brakes. I want that suspension. I want that frame. And they built it. Right. So you can't blame them for building it exactly the way the guy wanted it. But, you know, uh, so Gail Kin, Gail Kin, I looked it up. And one of the things that we always said, if, uh, if CF Moto made a helicopter, would you fly in it? <laughs> right? Right. That was always our, our joke. Was like, if they, but Gao Kin makes airplane engines. Oh, really? Yeah. So they make 800cc parallel twin air aviation engines. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Which that gets, I mean, those those are very, like, you know, they're eyeballed before yeah. you're allowed to fly those. Oh, it's are, the there, whole are idea. they flying in the U.S. anywhere? I don't think so. Okay, I was no, going to say. Cause that's, I don't think it would get an FAA stamp of approval. I, I don't know. I'm well, not I know into that, that. I think yep. they, they go to have a motor, because I was you know I was involved in aviation for a little while. Yeah. To have a motor to be able to put into a plane, I think they have to have so many hours. Like, they have yeah. to prove. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that they've had so many engines fly so many hours in test planes before they can even apply for those oh, yeah. things. Absolutely. And yeah. this, you know, this Gayokin there's a whole lot of motorcycles that are 500 cc motorcycles mm -hmm. that are running around with their motors in it you know wow. and they're they're just they're a factory that builds motors and those motors end up in containers going to other factories that put those motors into bmws and shit like that that's the big dick right there yeah, that's the that's the big dick dude right there. He had blue lights. He did have blue lights. So that makes him faster. That was team blue. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. So that's a. But yeah, I twelve hundred cc Chinese bike is just when you get into that like fucking yeah crazy now. Yeah. Yeah. That's just <clears throat> yeah. That's nuts. Because I know that I know that. Uh, I mean, I'm probably not gonna. I'm not gonna go <laughs> out and say the names of all the companies and you know that are using this company's motors. Uh, for fear of starting a range war with our listeners, but the uh, suffice to say that that company that built the motor in that motorcycle in yeah. that Brixton, yeah, um, <coughs> they've got a thousand cc V twins that are in bikes that you're completely well aware of. Wow, yeah, and li liquid cooled V twin one thousand. So that helps narrow it down. A I would bit. be impressed yeah. though if yeah. they paid the licensing and when they they start advertising this bike, yeah, it starts out with dun 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 dun. Yes, the guns of Brixton. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, and how could you? How could you not do that? Right. Yeah. The uh, but that's fucking crazy. That's I mean, again, looking at the bike, I have zero interest in it. Yeah. Because it has no personality. No, it's a triumph that it's, it's like it's. <laughs> It's a triumph that isn't. It's yeah. a triumph that failed to be a triumph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. It just it just didn't be a triumph. Yeah. It, it, it just came this close, but no. And the thing is, is that there's used <laughs> triumphs available for lower money. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you can go to your triumph dealer if you need parts for it. Right. Right. That's You're mm, probably not going to be able to go true. to your Brixton dealer. No. Yeah. We've had a number of companies call us. Well, I guarantee like, you, T Rex and men are probably going to start carrying yeah. those. Oh yeah, <laughs> again, and, and T Rex too. We get the phone calls too, where I'm like, "Hey, wait a second, you need parts for your SYM, and you're bitching at me because your Wolf 150 is sitting in my shop with a broken clutch cable." Right. But I'm not an SYM dealer. Right. Yet there is an SYM dealer, and I gave you his phone number. Right. And your answer was, fuck that guy. <laughs> so if your motorcycle's at my shop because of fuck that guy, yeah, that's a choice you made, Yep. right? Because that guy's been in business for 15 years, 
selling and he sells SYMs. And I'm pretty sure. What's that? Now Steve's mad though because he loves his Sims. You love yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with the SYMs. No, but I'm not going to go to some dealership to get a part for it. And he also knows that with an SYM, you can get those parts faster on Amazon than any dealer is going to get you third party. Right. So, yeah, it's just a fucking, it's just a silly thing. But you know, we, I mean, we are aware of that. And also, we could probably get a, you could probably get a freaking. I thought that was Chris Smith. Me too. Not, we not walked running. by. Yeah. Not running, but the first time he walked by, yeah. I thought it was Chris. He yeah. was, yeah. He's got somewhere to be. That hey, day. speaking of Chris Smith, you guys want a Chris Smith joke? Oh, I do. Yeah, Bring it on. It's going to be a little bit long, but it's good. All That's right. what you said. Better be good then. All right. Send this to you. Basically. <laughs> no, I, I I saw this today, and I was talking to somebody, and they go, "Holy shit, that's a Chris Smith joke." I'm like, "Okay, I'll have to say it." So I'll I'll do my best Chris Smith impersonation. <laughs> Does anybody want to hear a joke? <laughs> okay then. So this is about a lady. So my husband and I were dressed and ready to go out for a lovely evening of dinner and theater. Having been burglarized a few weeks earlier, we turned on the nightlight and then put the cat in the backyard. When our Uber driver arrived, we walked out to the front door and our rather tubby cat scooted between our legs and ran up the stairs back in the house. Because our cat likes to try to eat our birds, we didn't want to leave him in there, so my husband ran up inside to retrieve the cat and put it back outside. Because I didn't want the Uber driver to know that our house would be empty, and my husband, I told him that my husband would be out momentarily. He was just bringing, he was just bidding goodnight to my mother. A few minutes later, he got into the Uber all hot and bothered and said to the growing horn amusement of the Uber driver as he pulled away, Sorry it took me so long, but that stupid bitch was hiding under the bed and I had to poke her ass with a coat hanger to get her to come out. Ah! She, tra- <laughs> she tried to take off, so I grabbed her by the neck and wrapped her in a blanket so she wouldn't scratch me like that bitch did the last time, but it worked. <laughs> I hauled her fat ass downstairs and threw her into the fucking backyard. She had better not shit in the vegetable garden again. <laughs> oh, man. Christmas joke. <laughs> oh, guilty as charged. One of my things when when our shop was in a less savory neighborhood, yeah, uh, there I, when I'd be locking up because you know we'd hang out at the shop until three o'clock in the morning, bullshit yeah. and whatever. And so sometimes there'd be people, you know, undesirables in the neighborhood, casing the place or whatever. I would always shout into the shop, "All right, Mike, I'll be you know, yeah, you hanging out all night." If you yeah. want to pull an all-nighter, that's fine by me. Rock on, man. I'm going to lock the door. I can't believe you're benching 450 now. That's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you don't have to clean all the guns. <laughs> <laughs> leave a few dirty ones. Yeah, yeah. So You're not supposed to leave with bullets in the chamber, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you practicing with that shit machete again? What do you think this is? The apocalypse? Okay. So you guys know that a, a long time ago, back before COVID, I used to go to auctions, yes. motorcycle auctions, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I would buy motorcycles. Yeah, I remember that a lot. Like I would buy motorcycles. I'd come back seven, eight, twelve motorcycles, because auctions used to be the, the shit. Yeah. And then something happened, and I used to go to an auction. There'd be two thousand Harleys, mm-hmm. and there'd be two thousand not Harleys, and it would be like an event. It was freaky, man. Like it was. It, it, blow your brain up how cool it was so i haven't been to one in a very long time because the numbers for these auctions it hasn't been like two thousand auctions okay it's been well a little less okay (laughs) the numbers have dropped dramatically so 
But I decided, what the hell, let's go see. There's one coming up, and I'm, I'm just going to take a look and see what the inventory is, because I'm curious. Yeah. So there's one coming up on October 20th. And the one that's coming up on October 20th, I was just browsing through the non-Harley Davidsons, oh. right? The bikes that aren't Harley Davidsons. The bikes that, well, are not, yeah. right? First one I see for Mecklefresh, 2017 Yamaha SCR 950. Hey! hey no shit, right? Um, it gets a 90 score. Right? Nice so that shape. means it's in nice shape. That means it's a nice looking bike. It's the red, white, and black one. So it's okay. uh, yep. mostly, it's got the Yamaha old TT colors. Yeah, right? that's the fastest one. Which I know you're partial to. I like that one. Yeah. Would you like to guess how many miles are on it? 13. Under, under, under 5,000. It's a 2017. It's got Again. 30 miles on it. Yeah. Like all the wow. ones I saw were going cheap and what, with five? low miles. 30 <laughs> fucking miles. Wow. That was close. 30 miles. Damn. That's crazy. And it gets a 90 score, which is fantastic for a bike that's four years old. So owner died on it. <laughs> <laughs> but not riding it. Not no, riding no, it. No, cleaning it. Died cleaning in the garage it. sitting on it. Which is funny that it only has 30 miles because it already has a tool roll on the front of it. So somebody <laughs> put an aftermarket tool roll on the front of it on a brand new bike. Go well, you figure. know what? He rode that 200 days of the year, but he only rode it to the coffee shop that was 0.1 miles oh, from his fucking I apartment. Know. I get it. I'm but, pretty sure that it was too extreme and it scared cool. him. I mean, a oh. giant tool roll on the front. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was too much too much bike that's, for him. That's how I got my Z900. The dude bought it and was like, fucking hey, nope, not having that. Not having that. And a bigger tool roll in the seat. <laughs> I, I have exactly the same tool roll in my, my moped. Oh, <laughs> the back of it. On the exact, back. On the back. Yeah, big fucking, yeah. yeah. Big, could put a sleeping bag in there if you had to. <laughs> so, okay, so fucking cool, right? So the first bike I look at is this one. So I'm going to tell you, John, I'm going to be fucking watching this thing. I'm not going to go to Cincinnati. I'll participate online. Oh, I'm not, I thought you got, thought you no, got excited about that. No, no I need that. But anyway, yeah, I'm not going to go down there, but I'm, I'm just going to participate remotely. Phil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so we'll give the before. We'll, so we're going to talk about it next week in the podcast because the event, the 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 hammer drops in six days, which since our podcast is always a week behind. Yeah, it'll be right it'll about be great. It'll be on time. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, we'll talk about this item, you know, in a week when we have the final price. But for people who are interested in knowing the facts, the facts are that according to NADA, right? The clean wholesale value of this bike is $5,420. Wow, that's cheap. For a fucking 950 it yeah. is. A new 950. A brand goddamn yeah. new 950 as far as I'm concerned. Miles. Right, yeah, exactly. It has 30 miles on it. So the clean wholesale is 5420. Now, that's what I was telling you. I was yeah. seeing them for like 4500 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, for fuck yeah, you're right. So very interesting. I I'm very I mean, just kind of blown away by that. Uh, and just because you were talking about it, exactly, exactly the kind of thing you want to see. Pretty the big complaint cool. is it's supposed to be like a you know like a a scrambler, but it only has like two inches of, of clearance. Like, yeah, you know, there like, is some. You're immediately dragging. Yeah, there's some air under the back tire. There's like some space between the fender and the tire. There's you know about three four inches in there, but but it it definitely is. It's it's definitely not. You know, it's it's a cruiser bike that happens to be happens to be 
you know, called uh, called a scrambler. But it's it's fucking cool looking. I mean, it's got the right look to and it. I've seen I've seen some dudes that like actually made him just more into like a vintage. Like they kind of and they can look really fucking good, man. If you were looking for a solid first bike, that you know, I mean, it's a little bit big, maybe, but it, right. But you wouldn't have to switch. By, I mean, it'd get you a few years of good solid riding. You could put. 30,000 miles on it no problem totally agree absolutely totally agree so i so this uh so this company i work with they keep track they keep track of what they sell them for so you can kind of see how many have sold okay and so this company in its history has sold 13 of these it's a pretty good basis for determination uh the average score of what they've sold has been an 82 that's not terrible so that's like the good thing, because the bike we're looking at is a 90. The mileage, the average mileage of the ones <laughs> they've sold is 2,000. Oh. Which is what it should be for a bike that's, you know, four years old. Okay. And uh, the price they've averaged sold out at was 4,500. Wow. So, yeah, they've averaged sold out, average sold out at 4,500. So, I'm watching this thing. I'm, I'm curious as hell. I'm keeping an eye on it. You know, it's, it's going to be, that's going to be a very interesting one to watch. Super cool. And uh, again, something worth keeping our eye on. Has the ratio between Harleys and non-Harleys changed at all? Or is it still... It's still about 10 to 1. So it's still still unusually bucked up. It's it's absolutely... um, That... This particular auction listing that's up uh, is about... About... uh, they say maybe maybe 400 Harleys. Yeah. And and maybe 100 of everything else including boats and RVs and side-by-sides and everything else. So, yeah, it ain't it ain't heavy, it ain't uh but there's some weird shit. I mean, just some really fucking weird shit that's listing. And that's because everybody's sold out of shit. Nobody has anything, you know, and you know, it's definitely absolutely a seller's market. So there aren't a lot of bikes making it to the auction because why do you need to put it in the auction? You can sell that shit at your dealership at home, right? You don't need help selling bikes right now. So kind of if it's at the auction, that makes you wonder what the fuck is wrong Wrong with with it. it. (laughs) Why won't the dog play with this one? You know, that kind of thing. But so there's some creepy shit. And uh, the one thing that Steve will like is there's a 2022 Honda ADV 150. That's that scooter. That's yeah. that. That's yeah. that adventure scooter, 150 cc. Right. And so they got one of those at auction, and it's got a, it's only 790 miles on it. So it's a brand new fucking bike with 790 miles on it. That'd be worth looking at if it. It's comes an 85 in score. Yeah. So it's an 85 score. It's probably worth. So I'm going to keep an eye on. There's going to be a couple of things here that I'm going to kind of watch. You know, that I'm curious about. Want to keep my eye on. Uh, the things that I'm not so interested in, there's a 2007 Yamaha VMAX, uh, but what makes this VMAX special is it's a trike. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, somebody actually put car tires on the back of a VMAX. Not oh. dark side it, not one car tire. <laughs> no, no, two car tires. So it's a dark widened? It's a literally a VMAX oh, with a car conversion kit. <laughs> so it's a VMAX in the front, and in the back, somebody put twin CV joints and a differential to make it into a VMAX trike. Now, I know that we've not, we've often said that VMAXs aren't known for their cornering prowess, but let's not just fucking run it all the way off the fucking reservation. 
So yeah, so it's a VMAX with a trike conversion kit. Uh, the point is, I would not have one of these at my dealership for the people that it would draw in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It would just be like, no, no, no. So I see there you got that VMAX trike out there. No, you didn't. No, no, that's not ours. That's from Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. If, you, if we were working on this bike for you, I wouldn't let you park it in front of my shop. Yeah. There's no way I would let that fucking bike get anywhere near the front of my shop. And so there was a there was a VMAX trike and there was some other, you know, other equally office awful trike. Trike bike? Fucking <laughs> ridiculous. That's what I said, even the weird shit. Now, that's a Honda VTX 1300 R7 that they did a trike out but of. You know that if you let that shit start happening, there's a, uh, every day when I go to work, there's down, it's Target Auto down off of Carnegie and uh, Prospect down there. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. uh, he let one or two of those. Uh, Spiders. Spider. No, there's seven of them out there. Now, now. you know, that's what I'm saying. He rents them. Okay, but it started yeah. with one. Yeah, it did. And now they yeah. multiply. So, right. like, when you get that weird shit, yeah. it seems to just keep going. He pushes them out every morning. <laughs> and on sunny days, you'll see seven of them out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I'm almost positive he's set up like an Eagle Rider kind of thing where he rents those. Okay. Yeah. I thought, he was just like, I thought he was just like a modification dude for him or no, something. No, well, I mean, probably has some of that going on too. But yeah, yeah for reals, that's a. Uh, uh, that's that's happening. That's that's a real deal. Uh, so kind of, you know, that whole idea. Would anyone like to, just for the sake of fun, try to tell me what the value is of a Triumph uh, Thruxton 1200? I mean, that would be, you know... What year? I think probably 2018. Let's do that. Let's do that. So three years old, four years old. Let's see what, let's see what they give. Let's see what kind of numbers they give us. 85? 68. Let's do let's do one that's yeah, 68. So we're gonna keep it as a twelve hundred. Sixty eight oh one. We'll do a two thousand sixteen. So we'll do a two thousand sixteen. Right. Five year old bike. So five year old bike, Thruxton twelve hundred. We're gonna use the same thing that they that they did, you know, for their for their deal. And uh do you think like what do you think that a Thruxton twelve hundred uh what that goes for at auction? Oh, at auction? At auction. I'll say 7500 Anyone else? 8000 Yeah, it's 8200 bucks. So it's $8,200. That's been the ones that, been the ones that they've <clears> been, <throat> you know, the ones that they've been punting out. Uh, that seems to be in the ballpark of where they are. So that's interesting to me. So, you know, you get, these bikes are uh, 90 score with about 3,500 miles <clears throat> is what they're showing. And yeah, eight grand. So that's what are they a, new, like thirteen? I don't know. Let me see. Just give me a second. Yeah, I think they're around. Thir- aren't they around thirteen, Dan, for a I new think one? So. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I. And that's you know, right now, if you look at modern cars, the average price of a four door sedan in America is very close to fifty thousand dollars. Like insane. it's gotten real fucking high, and that's where, you know. Is, did the price get too high too fast? Yes. Right? <laughs> uh, they are... Let me see here. Thruxton. Certainly not keeping up with wages. All right. So oh. a Thruxton can be... A Thruxton can cost you $13,000 for a 1200 standard, 15004 for an R-spec, and $16,200 for an RS-spec. So that's a hell of a spread. $3,200 spread from the base model Thruxton to the fanciest Thruxton you can buy. Hmm. But the point being, in five years, it's lost half of its value. Jeez. 
So that's a that's kind of a shocking depreciation in five years for that bike to have lost because I gave you the number for the Thruxton R spec. Oh wow! So for that for that bike to have lost you know that much money, uh, that you know it that's straight up that that lost half of its value. Yeah. So tough. That's a tough hit. Uh, and that's a bike that a lot of people, we see a lot of that bike around here because we have a Triumph dealer right down the street. Yeah. So we see more Triumph Thruxtons than probably anybody should. But it's a bike that, it's a bike that Trump, that Triumph has used to sort of show off the Bonneville brand. And I joke for every Thruxton they sell, they sell like 400 Bonnevilles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because people sit on the Thruxton and they're like, yeah, it's a little bit more than I really wanted. Yep. Yeah, it turns out I do have the back of a 50-year-old man, <laughs> and I don't really want to sit on the Thruxton. I've ridden them, and they're not that, you know. But, a, you know, a speed twin, you know, a 2022 speed twin, they, they start at 12.5. Yeah. So they're only 500 less than a Thruxton. And what about the Bonnies? Uh, the Bonnies, well, just a straight Bonneville. A straight, straight ahead, just don't call it anything but a Bonneville. Uh, I think they're 10.5. That's a pretty good deal, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's a good bike. I like that bike. It's a, yeah, it is a bike. It is a bike that we've said it's very hard to hate it. Yeah, it's really really hard to hate that bike. Uh, the T one twenty is just it's just a solid bike, you know. And there's, but it does suffer. For me, it suffers from that. Like, well, why did you buy your Bonneville? Oh, because everybody else did. Yeah, you know, well, why'd you buy a Bonnie? Well, all my friends had one. Yeah, but also yeah. if you're smart. Yeah. There was a dude, like, if you look in the papers, just like you were saying about used bikes, yeah. this guy had the whatever, what a, a couple, like, what, 2006 or 8 or something, they had a, some kind of an anniversary, maybe, or 12, maybe, it was like their 50th that, anniversary. for Bonneville? Yeah. For Triumph? Yeah. They have anniversaries every year. Okay, well. So every, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I have been doing Bonnevilles for, you know, I, I've kind of been in this game for a little bit. Yeah. Every fucking year, Triumph comes out with, the Mayfair limited edition classic. It comes out okay. with the diamond Jubilee, okay. the, you know, the silver Jubilee, well, the queen's second brother's birthday Jubilee edition. Right. right. Yeah. They, well, this dude had one in Chagrin Falls. Yeah. I was seriously, I just didn't have the money, but, uh, 510 miles mint, all the paperwork, all everything brand fucking new. What year was it? Ish. 12 maybe honestly there's no reason you don't have to hit it on the money because yeah that's a big pretty much the same around 12 though it's you know it's whatever old but but 5900 bucks yeah exactly i mean yeah why would you ever buy a new one you know what i mean like there's those and that's the that's what hurts that's what hurts a lot of people like i can tell you when when i was selling moto guzzi's and the guzzi i'm selling you in 2017 is very similar to the 2013 right right that's hard. That's yeah. a really hard thing to do. And we're like, no, but this is the stone rough. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, wait a second, man. Come on. Yeah. They, they we added a sixth speed, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. We put in a sixth gear, but it hasn't changed anything. <laughs> the RPMs at 60 miles an hour are exactly the same. You just have to shift one more time. It's, it gives you one more <laughs> thing to shift. It gives us the ability to brag that we have a six-speed transmission. But we tested it. It was exactly the same RPM. Really? To the penny. So it was not like an overdrive or anything? No. no. It was exactly the same RPM in sixth gear at 60 miles an hour as it was on the previous edition. The Mark One is a five-speed transmission. Right. So we took a Mark One out, five-speed transmission, 60 miles per hour, pegged it 4,200 RPM or whatever. And then we took the Mark Two out... 60 miles an hour, it was 4,200 RPM. See, why don't, why don't more, I mean, unless you're like having like a race, like a sport bike or something like that, 
why don't most manufacturers make six gear just like an overdrive, like just a highway overdrive? You know what look I mean? Look at your gear. Well, look at your gear stack on your motorcycle because some motorcycle companies, fifth and sixth, were both technically overdrives. Huh. So that gear ratio, when they come out with a motorcycle and they decide, okay, well, you know, overdrive is technically anytime the gear is higher than a one-to-one ratio. Right. Right. So there were, there's a ton of motorcycles that have had where the fourth gear was a one-to-one ratio and then the fifth and the sixth were both technically overdrives. Hmm. But honestly, the term overdrive has lost a lot of its significance because nobody really keeps track of like, oh, well, you know what? You know, my motorcycle's one-to-one gear ratio is in fifth or it's somewhere between fifth and sixth or something like that. Because honestly, in most motorcycles today, we have enough horsepower that we don't really need to have these overdrives, which help us limit the RPMs to give us this better fuel efficiency. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's yeah. the point, though. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's nice to cruise at 80 miles an hour at 4,000 RPMs if you can. You and and I mean? before, we had, before we had variable valve timing or variable spark timing, Honda's solution was a dual-range five-speed transmission. Right. Throw gears at the problem. Like, oh, you got a CB900, you got a CB1000, but we want to make sure that it gets... Either the most, what would they say? The highest attainable top speed. It could be the fastest motorcycle ever produced, theoretically. Yeah, on the Bonneville Salt Flats. Right, theoretically. Or to be able to say, okay, well, we're beating the EPA standard if you put this bitch in high range in fifth gear. But if you're in fourth gear in high range and you crack that throttle, you are not going to pass the car. You know, it's, it's not like, woo. Yeah, so it's going to be a little different. But, yeah, for a lot of years, what was that stupid shadow that had four-speed transmission? There was an 1100, I think. Oh, 800. The 800 had a four-speed. And it was like, shit. And a 600. Right? And our our old Black Bombers, they had a four-speed. It's a CB450 Black Bombers. They had a four-speed. Superhawk. Superhawk four-speed. They're just willing to run the revs out. And so, just like this thing, if you're willing to at 100 miles per hour, look down and see 8,000 RPM, and you're cool with that, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. And that's with six gears. Well, back to my beef about the Africa Twin. Yeah. They have six speeds, but the the at idle in first gear, it's eight miles an hour. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a fucking problem on a bike that's supposed to go off-road. Right. That is a fucking problem. So why don't they lower the first gear right. and then raise the fifth gear? And then everybody right. would be, or sixth gear, sixth and gear, make right. it, everybody would be happy. Because for anybody who's ridden a motorcycle in the dirt, sand, the gravel, or the side of a fucking rocky hillside where you don't want to stall that bitch, like, that's that gear ratio on that, that Africa Twin, first gear ratio, to me was like, Jesus Christ, if I want to go at parade speeds, I got to have the clutch in. But don't most of the guys that are riding them really off-road, they're throwing about a three-tooth bigger rear sprocket on it, aren't they? Well, I mean, you, yes, that, you but that's what you it, have to do. Right, 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 but, right. but if I want to creep along right. through a creek or something, exactly. and I'm not, I mean... But think about how many people bought an Africa Twin to actually ride it ah, off-road. Uh, but that's not but the again, point. The point but, is, right. is that it's you can't not design usable. It that way, right. 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 You can't design it wrong out of the box. Right, right. And that's really, I mean, <laughs> yes, if you have the DCT... It's not the same. The DCT, it'll go 0.1 miles per hour. Right. You know, it will literally go slightly faster than walking. Right. You know, it's not like an electric, but fucking close to it. But you're right. The Africa Twin, I tried riding that bike around here in the parking lot doing impossible lock-to-lock maneuvers. 
And I was like, God damn it. I just couldn't let the clutch out Mm -hmm. and let the bike be unclutched. I was constantly feathering the clutch to keep the speed low enough to do the maneuvers I was trying to do. That's my biggest beef. I mean, I love that bike. It's a great bike. I agree. But that first gear sucks. You know what the best first gear of any bike is ever, though? Uh. Is Johnny Chrome's RV125. You can put it in first gear... And you can you can just like you don't you don't even have to hit the gas. You just hold the bars and you can go through the mid Ohio swap shop with the, it's fucking it just blah. and it doesn't matter if a hill comes uh, up or nothing. Matter. It just fucking goes up the hill. It goes down. Yeah, of course. But I tried to drive it to work one day. <laughs> yeah, that ain't dumbest happen. thing I ever <laughs> no, did. No, no, no. I was like, look at this thing. It's beautiful. I got it running beautiful. Yeah. It's great. And that had the dual range transmission too. Yeah. Yep. So I had the dual range transmission. I was like, okay, and it. The mechanism on the Honda dual range transmission is fucking robust. It's solid. It may be a plastic lever, but that thing is fucking robust. It's legit. The Suzuki one was made of unicorn farts. It was just the most like dainty piece of shit ever. And it came pre-broken, right? That's how Suzuki got away with no warranty claims. They just broke it at the factory. They're all like that. So I had to take the cover apart. Oh, jeez. Right? So... The very first time I rode it, that wasn't at Mid-Ohio. And that's why you got to be careful buying bikes at Mm Mid-Ohio. is because you don't live at Mid-Ohio. Right. If you lived at Mid-Ohio, probably okay. Yeah. I had a blast riding that RV around Mid-Ohio. I thought it was the greatest bike ever. Yep. Got home to my house, tried to ride down Lake Road, (laughs) and I'm like, here's here's me leaving my house. Now, that was before I got to the stop sign. Right. Four (laughs) gears before I got... 50 feet away. Pull out onto Lake Road. high ace and low. Yeah. <laughs> pull, out, pull out onto Lake Road, point myself east, brap, 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 brap. fourth gear, looking down at the thing, indicated 35 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. And every bit of the fucking RPMs just hating me. Yeah. Just hating life. So I'm like, oh shit, we got a problem. <laughs> Turn the bitch around and I know that I'm stuck in low range. I know that <laughs> this bitch is stuck in low range. Right. So I pull the whole cover off, clean everything up under the cover, pull the selector out, make sure it's in high range, right? Put the selector cover back on, go out and do it. It does the same fucking thing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? When I'm putting the cover back on, it's pushing it, it into low range. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's happening. So I left the cover off so I could see it. Yeah. And I went out and wrote it again. And I was like, no, that bitch is in high range. So I put it in low range. And then it went 12. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I tried to, and I was committed to get the bike to the shop because right. I knew nobody would buy it at my house and I didn't want anybody buying it at my house because the kind of people who come to buy RVs or what people call van vans. You don't want them to know where you live. You don't want them to know where yeah. you live. Ever. Uh-huh. Right? How's it going? And I fucking rode, I committed. I, I was like, <laughs> screw it. I'm going to the shop. I JB welded the cover so it all worked right, made sure everything was cool, and made sure the high-low selector worked, even though I'm convinced there was one other position it had to have because 35 <laughs> could not have been the top speed of this vehicle. This is a legit motor in this thing. It's not a 50cc. I'm coming down. I had to resort to Detroit Road. I've never done that. I've never committed to ride from Detroit Road the whole way from my house to here. Oh, that's terrible. But I had to ride to Detroit and then all those places out west by Cracker Park, 
I'm going maxed out. I'm pinned. I'm waiting for the piston to jump out of this motor, and people are lined up behind me, giving me the bird and the Cayennes and the yeah, you know the oh yeah, all the Yoder, all the soccer mom assault vehicles. They're all just pissed off as hell that they can't fucking get to the you know their fucking you know super class cafe latte uh, pumpkin juice or whatever they're drinking. And they don't know that inside my head, I'm like, come on, baby, one more mile per hour. I want to hit 38. And I'm in a full tuck, pinned at 38 miles an hour, and the bike is just like, it is rev limitered out. And I got that bike to the shop, and I told James, I was like, fuck that bike. Fuck that bike. And when Johnny Chrome was like, well, I'd like to buy that bike, I was like, yeah. Well, well, fuck yeah, dude. Go right ahead. You can buy that bike. It does have the world's most comfortable seat in the history of seats. Though. It does. Yeah. It does. It has to because you're going to be on it for a long time. <laughs> I think you and I were riding it together. We down, it too yeah. up. Again, the gear ratio is perfect for mid-Ohio. Yeah, yeah. If you only live at mid-Ohio, you've got the best bike because you can go fourth gear at mid-Ohio yeah. and, and the mud and the blood and the beer... And it just swims. And you can start it. You can kickstart it in first gear, you and can, it just starts driving. Exactly. <laughs> oh, did it. Absolutely. Made the mistake one time. The battery was a little soft when we got it, because yeah. we traded the, the, the trike for it, the, the uh, Trizinger. And when we got it, the battery's a little soft, so I, I kickstarted it, and I kickstarted it in gear. And I was like, kicked it, and it kind of lurched forward, but then it just kept going. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, okay, <laughs> all right. I guess this bike's an eager bike. Like it literally, like when it's, when it, when it's uh, almost idling, yeah, it's just yeah. like, bah, 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 bah. Right. The, it, it's like every ba. Yeah. it moves the, the, it does. the, the sprocket like this. One tooth. Yeah. <laughs> One exact tooth. So like you can just go like, bah, 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 It bah, could bah, be bah. a direct drive engine <laughs> yeah. and it would be fine. It would right? be. Yeah, it would just be okay. Yeah. You'd be like, how do you start it? Well, just give it a little push. Yeah. What do you mean? Give it a little push. That's yeah. how it starts. It. You just give it one push, sure, and that's bop, 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 well, and away you go. That's how I've always ridden my CT90s yeah. down there. You know what yep. I mean? Just mm-hmm. leave it in gear, leave it in gear. Not, turn it on, yep. give it a little bump, yep. and it just away you go. I discovered that about the today, like the modern Trail 125 and the modern, you know, Super Cub 125, mm-hmm. that if you leave it in gear, right? Yeah, and you get on it and you just hit the start button, it'll just start. It'll just go. And it's just like, blah, 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 blah. And like you said, it might as well be like a starter raider, dyna starter kind of thing. It's just because the gearing on them is that low. Yeah. Fucking weird. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's super oh, cool yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Very, very cool. The, uh, I, when, just coming back to that, you guys do know that Pete, no Komodo Pete, he's world famous now. Yeah. That's it. If you get American Motorcyclist magazine, if you're an AMA oh, member yes. and you get that magazine, <laughs> yeah. you realize that shit has gone national. Yeah, that, that has gone international. He's gonna he's gonna be on one of those like you, you, you ever late at night and you're flipping through the regular like uh, yeah. antenna TV. Yeah, and they yeah. have like world's dumbest people. Yes, he's definitely gonna yes. be. In fact, I'm surprised we haven't got a call for the video footage that we have uploaded. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Because if that were shorter, if that was just like a 30 second clip, that shit would be on Ozzy Man already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have. He would have already grabbed that shit. Because it's. Oh no! Here comes the pork and beans. <laughs> it's dumb as fuck. Yeah. I mean, legit, straight up. You want to talk about? Like dumb TV, yeah. This dumb TV <laughs> that is like clickbaity shit. That yeah. is super clickbaity crap. Because the dude's head's on fire. Yeah, that's it. That's just it. It's pretty cool that they also had the, the unicorn girls on. Yes, the, they did. Yeah, that Full was feature the unicorn spree. girls. Yeah. Very fucking cool. Yeah, it was great. I I got to like hand hands down. 
This is my favorite episode of American Motorcyclist Magazine ever. Yeah. I like the day it showed up, I peeled it open and I read cover to cover and I was like, finally, somebody nailed mid Ohio, but it took them 26 pages to do it. Yeah. Like every page of that magazine is another facet of mid Ohio. Like two pages, three pages, swap meet. Oh. Two, three pages, vintage motorcycle races. Two, three pages, trials riding. Hair scrambles. Like, they gave each each fucking element of mid-Ohio, and then our page just says shenanigans. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> fucking A, man. You bring it on. If you, if you want us to be team shenanigans, we are totally team shenanigans. Because that's it. I that's mean, it. Yeah. Team that, Purple. Team Purple. <laughs> team Purple. Yeah, that's Team Purple just pulled up out there. But... It is true. When you think about Mid-Ohio, yeah, swap meet, racing, shenanigans. Shenanigans, right. Yeah, yeah shenanigans. It's, it's totally true. That's it. Yeah, I, again, sign me up for more. I can't, and I did, so you guys know this, last week was Barber. Yeah. So all of our friends that, you know, have the resources to be able to be in Barber are at Barber. And my my favorite thing that I've been hearing coming back through the, uh, you know, through the channels, through all the social medias, is that, oh, I forgot, this isn't Mid-Ohio. Yeah. So oh. apparently everybody went down to Mar- Barber coming down, just now coming down off their mid-Ohio high. And they're going to Barber like, all right, let's do some yeah, shit. start it up. And they're like, no, sorry, you can't ride that here. Yeah. <laughs> you like, can't walk on that grass. Right. Don't yeah. go there. Don't go there. Yeah. And don't go there. No, 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 no. No, you no, you can't have a motorized vehicle in the swap meet. Are you crazy? Right. No. And you must only walk two abreast. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've had a number of my friends are just kind of like, fuck, man, I should have never went to mid-Ohio. I'm ruined now for the rest of my <laughs> life. Guys that had only ever been to Barber because oh, they no. lived down south came <laughs> up to do mid-Ohio this well, year because we tr- we dragged them up. You know that like the difference between the two is basically Caddyshack. You yes, have, it like, is. the caddy party yes. and then you have the full oh, Caddyshack. <laughs> you're not fucking kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you're like, oh, and Tuesday between 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock is caddy's time at the pool. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's 2.01. Out. You're out. You're all out. You're ruined. You ruined everything. You got to leave. Yeah. And that's the difference. And everybody that, I mean, everybody I communicate with is just like, fuck, man, I should have never went to mid-Ohio. Yeah. I will never appreciate, you know, because the, uh, the museum is a big part of it. That's why. One of the reasons you go, the racing's yeah. great. The track's great. That's cool. But if you're going for shenanigans, uh, there aren't. You might as well take the family if you're going to Barber. That's true. That's that's a good thing. That could be a place where you could be like, look, kids, motorcycling is still wholesome. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a naked guy. Right. Yeah. And they have quiet time in the campgrounds. Oh, I I think their quiet time starts at about 4.30 p.m. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Piper will be sure. Piper will be so bored. She'll be like, "This sucks." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give me. I, I, <laughs> she had fun with us. Though. Where's my yeah, entrenching yeah, yeah. tool? I want to go burn something. Yeah. <laughs> Here, go break this piece of wood. Right. right. Maybe if she comes down, I'll bring B next year, and then yeah. they can have a the little buddy system. Again, that is the perfect environment yeah. to grow up in yeah. because I know that people talk about like the free range parenting is gone. There is no yeah. more free range parenting, and I think it should come back. Yeah. I mean, I look. We're standing, there's a school behind Dunkin' Donuts, okay? And every day from about 2.25 p.m. till about 3.30 p.m., there's 4,000 cars right. that block up the street. We have 10, 15 traffic accidents a day because everybody's got to pick up little Sophia. That right? lives right there. That lives wherever, yeah, right? right? But these kids don't walk. Like, if I had a kid that went to that school, there is no way in hell I would wait in line for an hour and a half 
idling my car in line for an hour and a half to pick them up after school. Yeah, meet me at Schmedley's, man. Exactly. <laughs> Walk over to the Mark's parking lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Walk that way. Go, you know, whatever. Meet me a half a mile away from the building. Right. Because there's no traffic, whatever. And I think my kid can walk 10 blocks at 3.30 p.m. Right. I think they're cool. I, I don't think anybody's going to snatch up my precious little bundle of joy. Because first of all, I barely want them. Right. right? <laughs> so if you want to snatch up, you know, you know my seven-year-old. Right. Yeah, more power to you, right? <laughs> the dumb ones don't go for much on the open market. But you can't your kid can't walk eight blocks. Right. I mean, not for nothing, yeah, but my parents weren't driving me to school no. for any of it. <laughs> it was there. Look, and I can tell you where I lived and where the school buildings were, and I didn't get picked up for any of it. Yeah. When the one once it became middle school and they were too far to walk, which technically it's never too far to walk. But that was the bicycles. Like yep. we all had the bicycles, and it was just a parade of bicycles going to school. We had buses. Nobody wanted to fucking ride them. Nope. A bunch of empty buses drove around my town because it was much cooler to ride your bicycle. It was much cooler to show up under your own power than to take the shame train. You know, <laughs> so uh, you end up with the window lickers. You can't ride a bicycle. Right. Yeah. Why are you on the bus? Why are you on the bus? You break your foot or something? What the hell's going on? Did you get hit in the head and forgot how to ride a bicycle? Yeah, dope. So, so a couple of weeks ago, I called. I was talking to you, or I was texting you, and I said, "Hey, I got to get this fucking Triumph. I got to, I got to get a, a title for it." Yeah, right on, man. And then you said, "Yeah, you know." And I said, "Have you ever, have you ever done a salvage title and converted it?" And you said, "Yeah, yeah." And then you said something that I was like, "I Phil sometimes exaggerates in a cool way, and this has to be one of his exaggerations because there's no way that it's going to be this fucking nerdy and weird." Right. And so what you said is. You're going to get there, and there's going to be a state trooper in a fucking pair of overalls with his gun strapped on the outside of yep. it and a badge yep. on the outside of the yep. overalls. Yep. And so I get down there, and sure enough, here comes fucking Opie with his fucking overalls <laughs> on, the most miserable fucking dude I've ever seen in my life, hating every second of his job. Look, the hilarious thing is those are like our taxpayer dollars paid for those overalls, yeah. and there's nothing weirder. Then a guy wearing like straight up, yeah. I'm the guy who works at the garage. Yeah. Pristine, pressed, yeah. fucking tailored overalls. Mm. Then has a bright fucking saddle shoe, shiny cork <laughs> and leather gun belt. Right. And then everything's highly shined like he's ready for an inspection at any moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his shoes too. He's not wearing work boots. He's wearing those fucking Corcoran fucking yep. shiny boots that, you know, we wore in inspection in the army to, to fake our way and pass <laughs> inspection. They show up. Was I lying at all? No. And the thing was, is I'm glad I talked to you because you said they're going to want receipts or parts. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that I really, I mean, I'm not going to take a receipt for the fucking, the, the lever switch and shit. Cause right. then whatever. He didn't know. Yeah. But he said, so why was it totaled? And I pulled out the fucking, the broken shift the broken lever. shift shaft. Yeah. And I said, a bike fell onto this bike and broke the shift shaft. Right. It's such a pain in the ass to replace right. that they totaled the bike. Absolutely. He goes, okay. And he took it from me and he looked at it and he looked down and, you know, did whatever. And, and then he spent 30 minutes looking at the right. bike and swearing. And he was the angriest guy you've ever met. The angriest, miserablest yes. dude. And then he came and he was kind of upset and he's like, yeah, here you go. Here's your paperwork. You passed. Take this and get your re rebuilt title. Dude, that guy is carrying 39 rounds of ammunition, <laughs> right? A high capacity nine millimeter. Yeah. Like a taser. He's got the whole belt on. Yeah, like, he does. The guy's legit. He's got nope. two. Oh, nice catch. That guy has two pairs of handcuffs and has never had to arrest anybody. No. Nor is there any chance he's going to. 
when he's inspecting an RV. Right, right. That's that's the whole jam. I mean, there is no, there's nothing going on that that guy can't possibly handle. Right. Right now, John, if you want to uh, loosen the lower crank and like take it down to its lowest level, That'd or just right. straight up lay it on the ground. <laughs> yeah. At this point, the wind has kicked up. Yeah. The, uh, but I had to go through that once too. Those guys are kind of whatever. I had a Mercedes. Yeah. I probably told told you the story. So my I told my Mercedes. I pounded it out with a sledgehammer, put new tail lights on it, you know, pulled in there. Yeah. And it never leaked a drop of anything ever until it got into that guy's garage <laughs> and it started leaking gasoline. On his pristine white on floor. His, yeah. So the guy, yep. I'm wait, they have a waiting room. Did yeah. you, you don't have to wait that waiting yeah. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy comes in, he's like, is that your Mercedes? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, get that piece of shit out of my garage. There you go. That's exactly what he said. Oh, yeah, to me. yeah. These guys are. And he's like, here, you passed. And he's like, just get it out of here. There is a sign in the waiting room that says, by being at this facility, you are acknowledging that you can and will be arrested for anything we feel like you should get arrested for. <laughs> right? And it's a sign on the wall that basically says, fuck up and find out. Yeah. It, the sign basically says, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Because it's like, if you think you're going to negotiate, if you think you're going to talk your way out of anything, there's a sign that basically tells you in 17 different languages, raise your voice, motherfucker. See well, where you end up. And they won't let you see the inspection. No. I, I saw him looking a little bit, and then no. the guy came over, and he goes... He shuts the window. No, he shut the garage door. He just yeah. fucking pulled the door down on me. I was like, all right, nice. So I had a completely different experience when yeah. I got my RV inspected. Oh, yeah. In fact... Whoa, go down no, again. Oh, <laughs> just leave it there. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I... At the time, I had a badge, so I made sure I kind of You like, made sure to open your wallet. Yeah, I think I got some paperwork in here. Let me get this giant piece of metal out of the way. So that yeah. may or may not have helped, but it also <laughs> Always helped. does. But the RV never made it in the garage. He's like, where, where is it? And I'm like, it's right over there. He's like, oh, just come over there. <gasps> oh, no. So that he, was, he, you got yourself some. So he yeah. came in. He came on board. I'm like, well, yeah. he came in. So he's like, oh, no. He's like, I like this thing. This is cool. I'd like to get one of these. Blah, 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 oh, blah. you got professional and courtesy. I, and I, well, and I yeah. was also like... This is just, I just need to get a plate on this. Right. I'm driving it to Pennsylvania. It's yeah. a one tr- one shot. I'm parking it on my property there. Yeah, We're never, never going to move it. Ever it's again. Again. You know, I fed him a whole <laughs> line of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never started it. Never no. never turned the lights on. Never what? beeped the horn. Never flashed the, the turn fu- single. Never nothing. Never blew up the bathroom. Fucking never blew up the bathroom. That's crazy. I even, got, I even yeah. got told that my horn isn't quite loud enough. Do you know what they call? Made- they call that the dichotomies of law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that you just got dichotomied. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is easy. I should do this more often. I had to take a Kimco Grand Vista back three times. Really? It has really? one piston. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what did they make you take it? It back? was it was a bike that got laid down and it got totaled out. Yeah. And so we had to replace four body panels on it. Everything else was cosmetic. So we we're a shop. We do this for a living. Right. I go in there. I've got the title. I've got the you know the salvage. The title that says that's branded salvage on it. Right. Um, I've got <coughs> the invoices with my purchase orders for everything, showing right. the part numbers and the prices for all of them. And your dealer license. And my dealer yeah, right. license and the invoice yeah. with the tax showing it was paid. Everything else paid my $75 for the inspection. Yeah, yeah. Went in there. I showed up like you did early, yeah. you know, on time. Trying to be courteous. Yeah. Tried to bring him in. He's like, what the hell is this supposed to be? <laughs> and I said, it's a 2009 Kimco Grand Vista motor scooter. Yeah. Is this allowed on the road? 
Oh, oh wow. And I was like, well, you know, it's a, it's a motor scooter. Uh, he's like, who the fuck is Kim Chi? <laughs> and I'm like, it's uh, Kimco. It's the largest two-wheeled manufacturer on planet Earth. Yeah. I never heard of him. Yeah, well... Okay, buddy. <laughs> and here you are, Mr. I inspect vehicles for a living. Right. All right, cool. Good enough. You know, uh, your ignorance doesn't reflect poorly upon my vehicle. So, Meanwhile, like, yeah. like you know, from some of the rallies and things we've gone to, somehow some of these rat rods and yeah. shit have gotten license oh, yeah, plates. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, well, of course, they had a clean title to begin with oh, or a yeah, clean title yeah. off of nine other vehicles, whatever. <laughs> yeah. they, had nine, they had nine titles to choose from. Right, so, right. like, the cleanest of them. The four... Uh, plastic clips that held yeah. the seat into the body panels, yep. which would fail you. Yep. It was like the SSR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the guy got bent and he got drunk and he yeah. fell down yep. and he. John took the spark plug uh, wire off so it wouldn't start. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to bring it back. <laughs> you got to bring it back. They. I mean, not kidding you. The guy. The guy failed me, and I was like, "What on earth are you failing me for?" And he's like, "It's missing hardware." I'm like, where is it missing hardware? And he goes underneath. It's missing hardware. I was like, there's no, it's not missing any hardware. Yeah. And it was on the opposite side of the bike from the side that got crashed. Uh. Well, okay. Underneath the vehicle, they have pre-drilled mounting holes oh. for other shit. For right. shit that this customer maybe didn't have on theirs. Right. Or for when they use that frame for a different bike in another country or, or whatever. Crash bars or whatever. Whatever. So the guy's like, yeah, it's missing hardware. And so I, I was like, literally, I was like, where is it missing hardware? Underneath. I was like, can you show me? No, inspection's over. So I was like, oh, fuck you, man. So I was like, okay, so since you won't tell me where it's missing hardware from, well, wait here, we're going to bring all your paperwork back to you. You're going to have to reappointment and everything else. So of course, another person brings me out the paperwork and I'm like, yeah, can anybody do me a favor and tell me exactly what hardware's missing? This report's incomplete. No, you, you failed. Wow. So I was like, all right. So I went back and I looked under the bike and I was like, everywhere there was a hole, I put a nut and bolt. <laughs> so every single hole yeah, in the frame, every plugged. hole in the chassis, yeah. threaded, not threaded, didn't matter. I literally put nuts and bolts through and Loctited the piss out of them. Sure. So just put M6s through them with a nut on the backside. And so there was not a single hole anywhere in the bike. You could use all those crate bolts. <laughs> Absolutely. That didn't have a fucking bolt in it. Yeah. So I took it back, went to my second inspection, went through it. Same things. It's always the same guy. It's not like you're like, I'm going to go back on Tuesday when he's not there. Yeah. I'm sorry you used the blue Loctite and not the red Loctite. Oh, I, wish, <laughs> I wish he would give me that, in, that much information. So the second time through, he fails me again. And he fails me because... Uh, the mirror, the mirror was stuck. The mirror because it has stuck. the retractable and mirrors. It has the retractable mirrors. So he says, well, the mirror was stuck. And I said, what do you mean the mirror was stuck? He goes, the mirror was stuck. And I said, there's a button on the dashboard that folds the mirrors out. And then it folds them in. And if you get them out of sequence, just press the button and it'll catch back up. It'll just yeah. grab it from the other position, bring it back in again. He says, well, one mirror was in, one mirror was out. I said... It wasn't when I brought it in, which means you bumped you it with your ass and folded it in, and then you didn't want to yoink on it to, like, to break it. So you just failed me instead. And I'm like, I said, curious. So I walk him out to the bike, and I've got, he's like, give me the failure. So I walk him back, turn the key on, press the button, and both mirrors go, and I press the button again, they go, and they lock in. I'm like, those are folding power mirrors. He goes, on a, on a scooter? And I went, yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm like, that's how they work. But if you, and I, so I opened them up again and I ha- I bumped them with my hand to show that if a, if a car door were to open oh, yeah. or if the bike were to fall over, the mirror folds in so it doesn't break off. Super smart, super clever, super awesome. And a lot of cars do that. Super functional, apparently. Super functional. Yeah. Can I get a pass? No. Super he's like, And he's like, no, I got to bring it back through. Your time's up. I got another guy waiting. Now, do you have to pay? Like, if you fail, do you have to pay that fee Every again? single time. Oh, my God, man. Yep. So I was so pissed. So when I went back there, I made sure when I went back there that I did make sure I took my metal credentials. <laughs> so, yeah, I took, I, I blew the dust off my metal credentials and went in there and was like, yeah, man. I'm like, you remember me, the guy with the fold-out mirrors that weren't folded out or something? I was like, yeah, just here. I was like, yeah, I got my sheet, my failure sheet right here. I opened my wallet, and I had my, my old-timey cops know. There's a, you can carry a badge, but then you can get this leather thing that has a blue piece of uh, oh, yeah. suede in it, yeah. and the badge staples to that blue piece of suede, and it's the most god-awful thing. Like, You could just knock somebody over with this fucking thing. It's the most gratuitous show of badge you've ever seen. Yeah. And I pulled this thing out, and he was like, you're on the job? And I'm like, retired. And he's like, oh, man, you should have told me that the first time you were here. Motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. You want to give me a pass now, buddy? Yeah. So I'll be seeing you again then, I guess. Yeah. Ugh. So fuck that. So yeah, you got dichotomied. Good job. <laughs> hey, man, look, look, don't hate the player. Right, don't hate the player. Hate the, hate the game. Yeah. Do you believe Sometimes me? I hate the player. <laughs> it took me a really, just Johnny. I'm sure that wasn't directed at me. No, no, no. no. I, I will tell you, it was a very, very long time before I stopped carrying my girlfriend badge. Because, like, that whole thing of just like you get there's these little things called girl uh, girlfriend badges. Yeah, you can buy that. like a miniature version of your badge and give it out to people you love. Yep. And you know, I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying that it works all the time. It works all the time. Uh, but it works probably better than the real badge. <laughs> again, right? So. I now, had, now that things are progressive, you know, a guy can carry one too. Like, hey. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I had, I had, a, I had one of my girlfriend badges, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to carry around that giant fucking shield and shit. I'm not a cop anymore, but I'm going to keep this in my wallet just yeah. in case. No, I bought Peggy a wife badge yep. and the and the full right. wallet and everything to carry. It. Oh yeah, she, she's got a proper badge carrier. She's got a full size badge carrier, mm-hmm. and I mean, Gauls will sell you that shit. Like the the law enforcement catalogs are all too happy to sell you all kinds of creepy shit that is only designed to break the law, you know? Because, look, giving a badge to a person who's not a certified peace officer is illegal. Yeah, right. I don't care if it says wife on it or girlfriend or secondary squeeze or whatever, (laughs) you know? Believe me. When I saw it, when I worked at the department, they'd be like, oh, so we're taking an order in for badges. Anybody need any badges? I was like, I'm a new guy. I got my badge. It says number 57 on it and everything. I'm like, why do okay. I need more badges? And these guys were grabbing the order forms, lickety split. And the sergeant's like, okay, you need uh, two wife badges and four girlfriend badges. Okay. <laughs> Put the order in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? Badges. Yeah, the you fucking know, hell kind of deal is this? To your point, why do you never piss off a bartender? Yeah. He knows your wife yeah. and, your, and girlfriend. your girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. It's a Thursday, Friday nights for the wife, Saturday nights for the girlfriends kind of thing. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, that stuff, that was that was awful in law enforcement. When I got that my badges crazy. made down at, it was, I think, was it Novak? It's Novak's, yeah. 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 
I'm yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I work here. But yeah. like, okay, what do you want? I'm like, right. yeah, I need another one of mine. Exactly. Another yep. one of that. No sign off. No, no, no paperwork. No, no nothing. Yeah, nothing. Pass the whole thing. You can order them from a catalog. It's called Galls. The the <laughs> biggest thing that they ask you to have is they would like you to put your order in on company letterhead. Company letterhead. That's the fact checking that they're doing in today's modern age of 2020. <laughs> they are literally saying, I would like you to Photoshop a piece of paper right. that says city of Comfuckery," <laughs> And then I'm going to make you a badge that says I'm a constable in the city of Comfuckery." Right. Yeah. Come on, man. But wait, yeah. could I start? Could I start my own police department on my property and just get like, you know, Von Sinchenwager city fucking council something? I used to work part time for a police department that had nine houses in it. <laughs> there was a town that had nine houses. Nice, and it was, it had its own police department. Timberlake, as long as your own you're your own political subdivision. Yeah, yeah. I was the second in command. <laughs> Timberlake, <laughs> I love Timberlake. It was it was Chief Bob. Yeah. <laughs> it was Chief Bill. I was Chief Bill and me, and that was it. And I was only there because my my credentials for writing Ohio State Patrol crash reports were valid, so I could write. Crash reports, which is the only thing that ever happened in Timberlake. So Chief Chief hired me so that he had a certified officer on the force so they could submit to the state to get tax money uh, for traffic crash investigations. So when somebody would run into like the seven trees that were along Lakeshore Boulevard, uh, you know, to get into this village, there's Lake Line and there's Timberlake, right? And uh, those are the two that are down there. But yeah, you're exactly right. You know, you know right where it is. Yeah, that's. I always wanted to live there. Well, it's hilarious because so, um, yeah, it's about nine houses. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, it's charged up now. Oh yeah, he's all charged up. He drove it around the block enough time. He charged it up. But that you're right. That that department is two people. There's two human beings in that department. And you know what's funny? No uniforms. Really? Uh-uh. No uniforms. No police car. Well, chief has a car. So what do you do when you go to work? You don't go to work. Oh. He's the chief of police. He gets to go to conventions and everything else and brag about he's a chief of police. But I mean, like, I think the, the highest rank he's ever had before that was probably mall security. <laughs> but yeah, somehow or another, he got elected the chief. He probably ran and nine people decided he seems like a decent guy. He gave me a case of beer. He's chief of police now, right? But he gets to say he's a police. He's a chief police, right? Like yeah. he's, he's a police chief in a city, right? But yeah, literally the police car was... I never drove it. It's his car, right? It had a little thing on the side, a magnetic thing on the side. And I would get a phone call at three o'clock in the morning and I'd show up, you know, and I'd show up and I had a stack of OH1s, you know, Ohio crash reports. And I just, I'd write up the crash report. If anybody had to go to jail, Eastlake took them away, right? So we didn't Did you bring your bullet? Yeah, right. We didn't have a jail. We didn't have a facility to put them. We didn't have a police station. Wow. Right? None of those things existed. But we could write the shit out of a crash report. And we could write the shit out of tickets if you wanted to, but we just, it was a hilarious thing. But again, when you're not a police officer anymore, you'll do certain things to keep your, uh, your certification valid. Yeah. So, so that you are still hireable by other departments after you've left one, you'll keep your, you know, keep the bed warm, so to speak. And you'll go to work for crazy little departments like that, right. that are, that need somebody who is, you know, in our case, OPOTC certified. So, or, or POTA certified. But it's just a stupid thing. It's hilarious. But again, you've got a badge in your pocket that weighs more than your wallet. Right. And you pull it out and you're like, I'm a police officer in the, and, and you're like looking at it to remind yourself, shit, am I in Timberlake or am I in Lakeland? Because when you would work at one, you'd kind of work at both. 
because you can, you can, no, you can fall down in Timberlake and end up in Lakeline. Mm. Yeah, that's a real thing. Like that's not even screwing so around. So you have to bend of like two eighty three. It's yep. like it's where it's where yeah. Lakeshore Boulevard makes a curve, and that one curve, and there's one tree and one telephone pole that get hit all the time, and those that was the reason why they needed me ah. was one tree and one traffic pole. <laughs> if they would put a big catcher's mitt where those tree and that ca- traffic pole was, I would have been unemployed. Uh, yep, that's funny. Yeah, and I would go in for a couple of hours, write a report, and I and I'd be like. Uh, Bill, I'm going to need 100 bucks. Here's 100 bucks. Oh, really? Cash yeah. on the barrel? Cash on the barrel head. Wow. Yep. He'd write it up. He'd give me a receipt and everything else, and I'd fuck off with 100 bucks. Whatever you know, I felt like I deserved for coming out at 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever. <laughs> Again, just because, just because the guy's got a light on his car doesn't mean it's a sophisticated operation. It, it, there's no implication of like, wow, this guy must be on the internet or something. It was like, oh, man, no way. Uh-uh. Yeah. How did you know when the law enforcement officials got to that department? You didn't. Yeah. You had no idea. They were sober. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were sober. <laughs> that's well, that's what I was. Yeah. I was thinking about being a cop many, many, many years ago. But I decided that was probably a bad idea when the whole point of wanting to be a cop was so I had have access to the evidence room. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably not going to go. Confiscation for fun and profit. Okay, so this is the tenth time we've had a case, and there's nothing in the envelope. No, how about this? You know what? It's weird. You need exactly one gram for it to be a felony. Yeah, and there's exactly one point one gram of coke in this vial. Yeah, right. It's a very big vial, <laughs> right. and it only has exactly one point right. one gram in it. It could hold ten, really. But <laughs> it there's a, residue it a key. all the way up the side. Well, there's only one point one gram in the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, you know, we're going to confiscate this, uh, but only enough for evidence. Look, they, <laughs> you know? they've multiplied. Well, they did. They went out and found a friend on their little electric Man, folding it's bikes. Not going to make it all the way up. No, no, that's it is it is fucking funny though. Those are truly. I think those are those might have eight inch wheels on them, maybe tens. Yeah, they're having fun though. They're, you know, they're white men of a certain age. So yeah, that's cool. That's called. That's called. I got a DUI last week, and that's I have to exactly. Out how to I get think back that's what. I think that's what that is. Or maybe they're training for their next DUI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, if we do this, we won't get a DUI. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt Charlotte posted something on her Facebook. One of those stupid things that's trying to steal your data. Yeah, yeah. That says, "I dare anybody on my list to be honest." Who hasn't gotten even a single DUI? Right. And I was like, why do you need to make that being like it's such an accomplishment? Dude, they're getting so they're getting so blatant now. The one was like, your what was it? Your your mother's maiden's name first thing is the first three letters of your name or something. Like pick a thing. Yeah, like, okay. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you add the last four numbers of your social security <laughs> number together and it yeah. gives you your porn name. And be honest, no <laughs> cheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at my aunt post this thing, and God love her. She's an old woman who doesn't yeah. get around much. And she posted that thing up and I was like, dude, that thing has three point seven million comments. Yeah. Oh, there's some dumb motherfuckers 3. out there, man. 3.7 million comments yeah. about whether or not you've had a DUI. Fuck you. I mean, first of all, the the level of bait, <laughs> the level of bait has gotten pretty fucking low. The standards have gotten pretty low. Right. I'll they, bet none of my friends would admit that they'll stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. Right, you know, yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so right. terrible. <laughs> I was on um I was on the Triumph Forum called like Triumph Rat Fuckers or yeah, something it's like rat that. Form. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh Right of Triumph. It's a lot of dudes from England and stuff like that. And yeah. I think most of their comments are like, What happened to you guys in America? Like what we used to look up to you. 
And now, now you you're answering me. lost the plot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I keep asking. Right. What exactly. happened to you guys? Well, well, look, <laughs> look, I assure you, I 100% assure you that as dumb as the 60s were, yeah. and go well, back, go back and look at, go back and look at fashion. Go back and look mm. at what we were wearing in the late 60s and then all the way through the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Watch, a, watch a movie that was made, an award-winning movie that was made in 1978. Watch that movie. Oh, dude. You're going to be like, Americans were stupid. Dude, I went, right. like, um, you know, every once in a while since we work in Oba, I work in Oba now, I'll go meet yeah. these guys at the plant. Right. And so they were watching Pet Cemetery, the original. Oh, it doesn't yeah. hold up. It's nope. fucking terrible. It yeah. doesn't hold up. It's terrible. No, it doesn't hold up. Like a truck, a semi truck, yeah. flips over from hitting a six year old kid or yeah. three year old kid, yeah, or Look, two or whatever. Was Superman. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right. That was the origin of Superman. <laughs> you guys, we when I was growing up, we had a 1975 Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser. Yeah. If you could make a car that was called Dumb American, <laughs> that would have been the car. It had a 455 cubic inch engine. Yeah. Got seven miles to the gallon had six and took nine hours to get up to 65 miles per hour. Yeah. It weighed but it didn't have six the, or seven did it, tons. It didn't have the window in it, though. It, uh, it didn't have the Vista Cruiser one. That's like an extra yeah. 500 bucks. The Custom Cruiser has all the options. The Custom Cruiser has every single button that makes things go. The tailgate folded under the car. It was and cool. Disappeared. Oh, that was cool. So you could load four bay sheet supply with in the back. That's great. And then it had the, the seats that opened up so the kids in the back could look at each other's ugly faces oh, going down the highway yeah. sideways at 70 miles an hour getting four miles to the gallon. The rumble seat. Right? It didn't have the backwards <laughs> facing one. This was cooler. It had two that looked at each other. So you could put four stupid kids back there. And you know of course, what? safety seatbelts, not yeah. mandatory. Safety seats, not mandatory. You know what's awesome about yeah. all those fucking station wagons from back in the day? My buddy had one just a couple years ago, and I was, I, I was yeah. so excited to ride in the back yeah. seat, right? Right, the way back. So he's yep. going, and he has to add the fucking uh, lead shit to the, the thing and everything. Yeah. And so we're going down the road, and he put the window down. Yeah. And the fucking exhaust fumes just curl no, they up curl and right then in. come right well, in. Well, it's the first best way to I kill you. I was lightheaded as fuck. I was like, dude, you, I got to get if out of If you're going this down thing. the freeway and you open up the tailgate window, <laughs> yeah. you're going to die. Yeah. Especially yeah. considering four miles to the gallon. Right. But then you right. think back to the 70s. Letting and that gas. was coming in that way. Right. And then the dad was smoking yeah. up front oh, yeah. that right. way. It was Do you want to know what makes you... I'm not going to say the word. <laughs> Do you want to know what makes you test... <laughs> below where you should on a test <laughs> carbon monoxide coming through the window lead yeah lead yeah. lead you lick some window sills you know you eat some pencils yeah like right you do some Don't of that stuff the uh oh. but not not fooling around oh that's an insurance claim he just hit steve's oh man oh. i hope you're bleeding <laughs> steve's not happy right now is it part of the uh, video? If we want, if, I mean, I literally, know, the guy the guy just crashed his bike into the back of to for the customers, the people who are listening. Yeah. I think he's caught on dude. It. The dude just crashed his electric bicycle <laughs> into the back of Steve's high ace. <laughs> yeah, now off from the bus, licking windows onto a little bike. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if we, if, oh, if and there's the cop that should have just right. arrested the guy. He just went out. The cop's going to run him over, dude. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, oh, not missed That is not dangerous enough to get the cop involved. All right. uh, but the point is, if, if, you know, if you guys, like I said, we've, we've had some spectators in getting involved with our podcast before late at night. Yeah. You know, it, it's only 1030. 
<laughs> but we've had some people wander through here that were just like desperately asking to get punched, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we've been nice enough to let them go with not even a warning, but just a, hey, buddy, yeah. move along kind of thing. Well, that thing should is- be on the camera, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure saying, it's going to be on the camera. Be, at least well, he didn't hit the camera. Be, yeah. It wouldn't be yeah. the last time that somebody crashed in our parking lot while we were doing a podcast. Right, right, right? right, right That's right. a factual statement. Yeah. But yeah, you want to you want to get somebody on the spectrum real quick. Drive around an old car in the seventies with the tailgate open. Oh yeah, your kids are all going to need special classes. He's, yeah. he's going to be hurting too because that lever hangs down. Oh no, he hurt himself. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he yeah. definitely he he's going to wake yeah. up tomorrow in a bad mood. Right. But the best part His about wife's it, going to think that he, somebody harpooned him. The best yeah. part was he's like coming through just a couple of drunk guys. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. wham he into your fucking car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then of course, what did he do? Target fixation. Yeah, yeah. Look at the truck. Hit the truck. So yeah. that's a lesson for you that you probably would have picked up if you read Cornering Dude, Confidence. This, that, he had less than no balance. No, he did. He was... <laughs> no, real quick, though. That bike was doing all the work. That target fixation shit is fucking oh, real, yeah. man. They'll when that van up. the other, like a week yeah. or two ago when I was yeah. driving to work and I almost got murdered, Yeah, this this van, 70 mile an hour road, just right. came into my lane and was yeah. coming at me. And at first, yeah. I literally... Because like, we talk about it enough that I actually remembered... Because at first, I'm looking at it, and I was going right at it. And I'm oh, like, yeah. fuck! I'm right. like, so I looked at this thing down the road. You physically have to make yourself look somewhere else. Yeah, it's You have to scan. disengage. You have yeah. to scan. Yeah. You've got to disengage. If you don't disengage, you're going to drive right into something. Yeah, it's Because weird. whatever you don't want to hit is going to laser beam suck you into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good thing. I watched a documentary. I love these um, World War II training films. Yeah. That these companies, Periscope Films, look it up on the YouTubes. Periscope Films has modified, or what do they call that? They have enhanced, they've restored all these vintage military training films. And Periscope Films does this one, and it's talking to fighter pilots about after you engage the enemy, you got to look away. Because we don't need you flying our brand new airplane that cost us a lot of money into the... The, the blown up chassis Fireball. of that Messerschmitt. <laughs> like, it looks really cool when you see the films. Right. The guy yeah. flying, flying through, the, through the debris through field. The fire, but you absolutely don't want to You don't do want to do that. Right. And so this, there's a training film that physically says, after you've engaged the target, after you've hit the target, after you're done shooting the target, right. you must force yourself to look away and that's not a bicycle. That's not a motorcycle. That's, that's a whole a goddamn airplane. Well, they do that with yeah. NASCAR. NASCAR, yep. they tell you to, to aim where the accident happened. Oh, a- aim for where shit went bad. Yeah, because then yeah. most of the time it's moving away. Yes. You know and exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing with deer. Oh, you know why? Aim, is, why does lightning aim for never, where the deer was? Right, aim oh, for where yeah. the deer was. Why does yeah, lightning right. never strike the same place twice? Because the place it hit the first time isn't there anymore. <laughs> Safe bet. <laughs> I think that's a good lesson to live by. I saw I saw a meme today. It said looking it says looking for electrician must be good this time and it showed the panel and then it just had it had the outline of burned feet by the panel underneath. Oh, no. <laughs> Guy jumps out of the airplane. Can't get the suit figured out. Faster, 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 faster. 120 miles an hour. Yeah, done. That and happened to the one of the electricians in he's uh, ass. the VFDs. He, he's going down. He's going down. He sees another guy coming up. He goes, you know anything about parachutes? The guy goes, you know anything about gas stoves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my grandpa told that joke, but there were accents involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't tell it that way no, anymore. No. no, we don't. Well, I'm Polish, so I, I can tell all the Polish jokes I need to. Oh, yeah, again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only I'm ginger allowed to. <laughs> can call another ginger ginger. Right. 
Oh, 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 here we go. It's the ghetto bird. Oh, is yeah. he coming for the guy on the bike? Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> coming for the guy on the mopeds. Yeah. Although, I don't know. He might be he might be coming in for the cruise. He doesn't have the uh, flare. That's a... No, that's a meat wagon. That's life flight. No, I'm telling you. He's went and picked up oh, the guy in the boat. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's life flight coming in slow. Yeah, yeah. We do have a hospital down the street. So I want to talk about uh, strategies to keep your face shield from fogging Fogging? up when it's cold out. So two weeks ago, (laughs) during the podcast, I had my helmet on, a pile of gear, and it rolled off. And I, like, cleaned one half of the face shield with a a napkin that I had wiped Papa John's pizza grease off my (gasps) hands with. And I did it inside and out. When I rode home, there was a perfect line. It was fogged up on the one side, and I couldn't see anything. The side with the Papa John's pizza grease was almost <laughs> perfectly <laughs> clear. Get the fuck out no. of here. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Huh. Well, that's I, I didn't experiment. I, I, like, I cleaned the shield really yeah. good again with Windex, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to rub the inside of the shield with a a paper towel that had some butter on it and then I wiped it off for you. It really works. It's like it doesn't fog up inside if you wipe it with some uh, kind of grease. Wow. Well, you huh. used to have, and you haven't got them back, but that oh, orange little, little packet, yeah. that shit worked fucking great. Yeah, and so, uh, that's, so that's a company that's actually from here in Cleveland and they do, they do uh, it's called nofogsolutions.com, no yeah. fog, mm-hmm. uh, no fog cloths and that kind of stuff. And uh, we we talked about it in podcasts years yeah. ago. Whatever, yeah, yeah, we'll we say have, it again. Look this shit up. It's it is <laughs> legit and it works. But it's it's really hard to remember the name of the company. Right. No it's fog. called NoFogSolutions.com. Right. And um, they'll say Papa on the Jones. back, they'll say on the that you can use it <laughs> ten times. I, I, used it, I used it for three years. Before I was going to say the stopped. ones that are the ones that are in my Tourmaster jacket. Yeah. I think I was talking about it podcast number one, and that was 11 years ago, and I used it the other day. Shit still works. Yeah. So I can tell you, for $6, yeah. whatever, to buy this one baby wipe in a Ziploc pouch, yep. what's funny is the pouch is so old that all the marketing information of the pouch gone, is gone. gone. It's still just a foil pouch, yeah. but that son of a bitch, I pull it out, it still has that waxy texture. Yep. All you do is you breathe on your shield, it fogs up. You wipe it off with that thing, you breathe on it again, it doesn't fog up. Nope. You're good for about three weeks. Yep. Yeah, it's straight up, it's legit. So but, I can tell uh, you something you don't want to use um, Rain-X on your, yeah. on your visor. Yep. Rain-X will make it fog it up. Because does. I, I noticed oh, that on my yep. windshield. Yep. And my brother gave me some, like a little Rain-X bottle. I was like, I hate that shit. It makes my windshield. I'm like... It fogs your windshield. Yeah. I didn't realize it, but now... Yeah, there's like, a chemical in Rain-X that is part of that, like you're not supposed to use anything alcohol-based or anything ammonia-based in uh, on your Perspex or Lexan or Plexiglass windshields. And Rain-X absolutely does. It's for car windshields. It's for glass. Yeah. And it is good on glass, but it is lousy on Plexiglass. Uh, and well, I, even on my car windshield, it, it fogs up like... And like, you know, like, it's just kind of ridiculous. I'm driving to work in the morning and I, I clean it off the window. I, I don't mind that there's some on it whenever I wake up. Right. But it instantly goes back. And like, right. I have to leave my windshield wipers yeah. on yep. until it dries off. And it's, hmm. yeah. yeah. But 20 I, I is a totally foggy agree. fucking But I love that shit in the rain, man. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, it's, it's literally fantastic. So, I mean, we, 
I've gotten to the point where I've got a bunch of those, and we'll order a bunch more for yeah, the shop. We to. actually do still have some inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do still have some inside, but it, it is, it's very funny that that is a product that delivers exactly what it says it does. Yeah. But apparently, Papa John's Pizza Greets also <laughs> does a bang-up job. Nice. Yeah, it does a very, very good job. Wait for the red button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly it. So, super cool. That's a, that's a fucking top tip, man. Yeah. Papa John's Pizza Greets. Papa John's. You were fogging your shit up. Little Papa John's should be in good business. No, is it just Papa John's? Or have you tried Little Caesars? Or is there any kind of no, variants? I, I tried a little bit of butter. Yeah, I just got a tiny works. bit on a paper towel and use it on the inside. It worked. And it's, right. it's Again. still on there. It's not fogging <laughs> up. It's going away. <laughs> Look. Thanks. Makes you hungry while you're riding. Know, that's, you know. yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. <laughs> you're licking your shield. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's making. He's literally. He's in the kitchen making a steak, liquor. and he's got his head. He's got his helmet on. <laughs> he's making a steak, just giving it a good wipe every once in a while. Yeah, that's how that happens. So that's cool. Anybody else got anything else? No, nah, it's no. fun. All right, it's cool. Yeah, uh, that's it. So again, cl- check our link out. We're going to give you a link to a, a fucking Cleveland Moto knit cap. Mm-hmm. Not made in China, not even close. Embroidered, goddamn it, yeah. embroidered in a very stylish shade of black. Yeah, right. It, it hides pizza stains. Matches everything. Yeah, matches everything yeah. with gold. With gold, Cleveland Moto and Moto Guzzi right there because we do love Moto Guzzi's around here. That is a thing. And uh, yeah, you can buy that shit and you can have it. You can be as cool as that guy, um, or you can wear the stupid one that says like the name of some you know sports ball team. You know, probably get you in a fight somewhere. You know, nobody wants to be associated with. Or like, your white claw fucking hat that you just bought because you're drinking at the bar. Right, Somebody's if somebody shows up in a fucking like I paid money to have white claw, white claw swag. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna fuck you if you pay money to have a Monster Energy sticker. Like the fact that anybody would ever buy, like you can go online and spend money. To purchase a 12-inch Monster Energy sticker for the back window of your Dodge. Yeah, How many good. people have tattoos of the Monster Energy oh, logo? Yeah. Only people who own Dodges. Yeah. I can yeah. guarantee that for sure. Nobody who has a fucking Saturn or a yeah. fucking Tesla. <laughs> yeah. That shit. That, those Monster Energy stickers, they only stick to Dodge trucks. So I saw a, ra- a roach in my fucking bathroom and I'm freaking out. He was out, wearing right? a Monster Energy hat, wasn't well, he? Well, no. I tried to kill him with some Axe body spray and he changed his name to Chad. Yeah. And now he drinks White Claw every fucking <laughs> day. <laughs> day. You, you walk up to him, he's just doing CrossFit yeah. all day long. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Man, ride fast, take chances. Press the pizza. 